Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Thursday. What is this, the 5th? Yes. Okay. It is the 5th. Sometimes, you know, you're just in that spot where you don't know what day it is. You know what day of the week it is. But the day of the month... Dude, there's some... T- there's Some <laughs> days I don't know what day it is, the or, it is or the number day. <laughs> just neither. There was, there was, what was it, last year or the year before... There was a moment where I was literally oh, living almost a full month. Hot chocolate, hell yeah, bro. In the future. A, f- a full month? A full month. Damn! I was actually that far gone. Damn! That I, I, I've, I, got, I got so confused and there was a date coming up and I was like, oh my god. And I was talking about it and nobody was correcting me like at home, like mom, dad, nobody was like... I think I remember that. I yeah, think that had to yeah. do with your and trip then, and stuff. Yeah, it was due to the trip and then... And then um, and then, and then it dawned on me mid-conversation. I think when I was at your house, you hadn't moved here yet. Uh, at your house, and I went, "Wait a minute." Yeah, I think it had to do something with a sponsored thing we were doing. It was something like and I, that. And I was like, "You were Trying like, you're, up yeah, you were like, you were like, bro, I'm going away and like yada yeah, yada." I'm yeah. like, "Bro, that's like two months from now." <laughs> you're like, "Oh, fu- fuck." <laughs> So I've been deep. I do remember that. I've been deep in. I've been deep in it before. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's Technical Podcast. Welcome. If you don't know what we do here, uh, well, thank you for showing up because you're new. Welcome. Welcome. Probably came from my stream. We talk about video games and movies and movies and, and other TV. random shit. And every once in a while, we talk about a soccer player biting another man's penis. That happened. <laughs> it shouldn't have happened, but it happened. Mm. Mr. Black. Yeah. How was your week? Another week, man. Another week. Um, got a tenant. For the uh, all signed up, ready to go for the uh, for the new place that I got. Mm. So I get the keys for that next week, and they're gonna move in at the end of this month. My mom's over there right now, cleaning. Mm. And uh, yeah, and then I gotta figure out what the girl upstairs is doing, because uh, apparently she's supposed to be moving out, and I don't know when. She's a little crazy, apparently. Um, what? Yeah, so she's a little she's a little crazy. Okay, she hasn't paid rent yet this month. Uh, okay. So the, for the previous owner, so I'm assuming. And the anyway, it's a long story. I don't want to air it all out, but it's uh, it's going to be interesting when I when I officially take ownership. To, I'm gonna have to call her and figure out what the fuck's going on. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, the first place rented uh, pretty quick. Only took uh, what two days of showing. Shoutouts to the that was it the point zero two percent. Uh, a vacancy rate. Yeah, for helping you out. I'm just, I'm just lining up this audio video sync because if I see one more person in chat, one more week mentioned it, I'm gonna lose my mind. So here we go, 200 milliseconds. And that's been pretty much it, man. That stream and chilling. I mean, that's good. It's a busy week, but it's good. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, I um, I saw a movie yesterday too. Oh, nice. What'd you go see? Invisible Man. Ah. Was he invisible? He was invisible. Was he a man? He was a man. Well, it lives up to the height. Boom. I, um... <laughs> it was a bad joke. Uh, I basically, this week, um... I, I played one more day of Tarkov or whatever the fuck, and then I was like, nah, dog, I need to take a break from Tarkov. Mm-hmm. Played a couple days of Tarkov, actually. Uh, uh, need to take a break from Tarkov, and then, uh, and then, uh, surprise, surprise, literally surprise, surprise. Halo, Halo showed up. Mm, saw that, <clears throat> and so 
I hopped on Halo, and the first thing that uh, I realized was that um, now I appreciate that the original only had two-player co-op for the campaign, but I had thought that maybe for the PC release, especially since this was the second time this game was being ported to the PC, that they might have snuck in four-player co-op in there. But then I realized later on after thinking about that, that's probably not as easy as it sounds. So we played some multiplayer. And my first thing I was disappointed with was that this is, I, I was reminded again that this is basically, especially the multiplayer section for the online part, is vastly the PC maps. The maps that were added to the PC version of Halo when it was released. Gotcha. And not very many of those PC maps are particularly good maps. Great. And so, um, uh, but that was, that was okay, because eventually, the only thing that mattered happened. Capture the flag, Blood Gulch, the dream, the dream. Mm -hmm. That was that was dope. That was fucking fire. That map is arguably the greatest multiplayer map of all time. Bam, it's a good map. <laughs> For any game type, that's the greatest thing about that map is you can just play like Slayer, great. Capture the flag, fire. King of the Hill, dope. You can do it with vehicles, without vehicles. Snipers, no snipers. Doesn't seem to matter what you do on that map. Mm. It's fire no matter it's what. Good. It's real good. Um, so uh, that was uh, that was the waiver. And then I played uh, yesterday. I started the campaign on Legendary. Yeah, I watched you play like maybe twenty minutes of it. I I lurked. I watched you get wrecked over and over and over again at one part. Bro, was it was it the sniper level uh, that you yeah. showed up for? I think it was the one where you had the the charge gun and you were. That was like that's like the whole run. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because you need you you almost need to do that in yeah. order to survive elites. Like you don't get a chance to just be like pew 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 pew. You need to get rid of their shields or you die. Yeah. So <clears throat> no, the it's as hard as I remember. I did it when I was thirteen. Doing it at thirty one is no easier. Mm. I thought maybe with the PC controls and stuff, I was like, oh yeah, I'll snap heads faster and shit. You do didn't make it much easier. Yeah. Um, and uh, you still get cucked by the checkpoint system like a champion. Mm. The sniper level. I don't know if you remember, it's right before Truth and I think that's where I was watching it, and they put you in a really shitty resp uh, respawn Fuck uh, me. Yeah. yeah, so it's right at the end where you fight like seven or eight fucking waves yeah. of enemies that come down from the ship. Yeah. And on my first run, I made it basically to the second last wave, and then the hunters come, which are easy on that, that much space to shoot them with. And then you're done. And then you go up to the ship, and you're off to the races. And the last group of guys that came out, I killed like basically most of the wave with grenades because when they come down, you're just huffing grenades in the middle and you kill like half of them right away. Mm. One elite made it out of that shit alive, mm. and he was laser Came focused on ass. me, and I was running, and he didn't care about the five <laughs> other AI. He just kept coming out, killed me, and then I was and then <laughs> I didn't get a single checkpoint yeah. for like twenty straight minutes of combat. Not one fucking he checkpoint. He ruined the urn, and then I reset, and then I got shot a bunch. And then when I was backing up because I was getting shot a bunch, it gave me a fucking checkpoint where I had no shields and two bars of health left. Rip! Just get dummy. <laughs> and so it was like an hour there Great. trying to survive that. Eventually did, but my god, that game is hard on Legendary, especially by yourself. With co-op, it's still really fucking hard, but... It's doable. It's, it's much more doable. By yourself, it's no joke. Like It's tough. It's one of the hardest things you will ever do in a video game is beat Halo CE... On legendary by yourself. It's we're tough. talking like, we're talking like in some instances, like Dark Souls level of fuck you. Yeah. 
It's tough, <laughs> especially if you don't, have, especially if you have no concept of Halo. Like if you go in, like when we were kids, you mm. play Legendary, you get fucking wrecked. It's a grind. And so I played, I played that yesterday and made it through three levels in about five hours of gameplay. Um, and, uh, and, but that's with years of knowledge and having already beat it before, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you go in with it, um, and uh, still got my ass kicked. So that was an experience, but it runs way better than Reach did. Like Reach had a lot of performance issues. Mm. Uh, this one's not having those performance issues. I can unlock the frame rate. I get my 120 frames like 98% of the time. Nice. Um, cutscenes are still janky because I don't think the cutscenes want to run higher than... 60 mm-hmm. like they so they get kind of fucky but everything else about it's great uh the audio is a little weird but not in the same way reach is it's just really quiet in multiplayer for whatever reason single player is not so bad there's some spots but in multiplayer you know the sniper rifle is one of the loudest fucking guns in halo it's super loud and there could be a guy fucking three feet from your ass shoot you with a sniper rifle and it's like bah! oh it's not it's like, it's loud, just yeah. like, sounds like a wet fart in the, in the distance <laughs> And sometimes you just don't hear anything, you die. Just and so, but it's Halo, it's fun, and I'm still looking forward to Halo 2. That's going to be the defining, I think the defining one of the Master Chief Collection oh, yeah. will be Halo 2. Oh yeah. Um, and I, I look forward to that. So I played that, and that was, uh, that was basically... It? It was basically my week. Boom. That was the show. Hit the like button. I was going to say. Hit it. I was going to prompt you for that, but Hit you're already the there. Hit the like button. Smash it! Leave a comment. Hit the like button. We did well last week, despite having to release it super late. Uh, YouTube did a new thing where where it processed it, but it didn't. Great, yeah. So I had like to re-upload it, it. it was actually it was actually 1080p. Everything was fine, and if you linked to the video, people could go watch it and leave it just comments. Didn't show up on the box, everything else on the subscription feed or nothing. But it didn't show up in the subscription feed, and on the back end, it said that it wasn't. It was only at standard definition, and that it was at zero yeah. percent processing. That shit. Was- I left it all night. Same thing. I was like, "Fuck, we gotta re-upload it." it. Wait again, but we made it. Here we are, Mister Black. Gaming news. Let's go. We have some. Riot. Remember when Riot came out and said, "We're tired of only making League of Legends and being misogynistic fucks." Mm -hmm. Well, now they want to make more than League of Legends, but probably still be misogynistic fucks. Riot released gameplay uh, preview of the alpha build of Valorant, which was, I think, what was that? Project A. Project A. Which is the the first person shooter. And we had seen like very small snips and clips uh, when they first announced it, obviously in that like Sizzler reel. Uh, and the first thing everyone thought of was, "Holy shit, that's Counter Strike!" Yeah. Um, it's still Counter Strike with Overwatch, but the way and we're gonna watch the trailer here, the, the the little gameplay clip. Did you see any of it yet? I did. So the uh, so maybe we don't need to watch it then if you've already seen it we we we, we can if we uh, if you want to I mean but. if you want to show the uh, the, the viewers I yeah guess we can we can do that and show can. the viewers um, the way that I would describe this is quite literally Counter Strike Overwatch mm-hmm. except and I know this is alpha but the way I described it on stream not with penises with food and I said look you know when you have some mashed potatoes and peas on your plate you got two options. Those peas are all are going on those fucking mashed potatoes, and it creates something new. My family would call it astroturf. Okay, it's a new dish entirely. It's mashed potatoes with peas. Okay. You can look at it, and you can see that there are mashed potatoes and peas there, mm-hmm. but it is a wholly new food. It is not mashed potatoes and peas. Mm-hmm. This game took the mashed potatoes that is Overwatch and mm-hmm. the peas that is CS:GO mm-hmm. and moved them as close as humanly fucking possible together on the plate. 
but somehow managed to not combine them into a wholly new thing. And so it just looks like Overwatch, Counter-Strike, but they didn't combine to make a new game. Mm. It just looks like both of those things at once, and it doesn't It doesn't excite me. Lots of people are okay, super excited. let's watch it. Let's, 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 let's watch let's, it. Let's watch it. Let's see what's up. Let's see what we got. Let's see what's going on here. You got my headset going here. I think I, I think this is the same one that I that that they put on their Twitter. Probably. Yeah. Probably. I, I watched the uh, trailer that they put on their Twitter. I think this is only there's only one that they they called it the round. Mm, maybe I didn't see this. Oh. Uh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Valorant. I don't love the name. I don't hate it. Alpha gameplay footage, Jeff. Technical alpha. I did not see this. Right, okay, well, here we go. They play through a round. It's like three minutes. Sometimes it happens, you know? So I mean, this pretty much. It reads so much like Counter Strike, yeah. just visually, like notwithstanding the giant wall of whatever the fuck that is. Outside of a lot, just to check. That just sounds like a Overwatch alt going off. Oh, get me out of here! I'm gonna go this way with Dags. Let me go first with my dart. Hack a dart, bud. So it's like a pulse dart that like exposes where enemies are. He just got dummied. One enemy left. Alright, let's go. All together, all together. He was right here. Damn, that guy is, is wrecking house. It's the green smoke video game, Jeff. They're gonna... They're gonna uh, yeah. That was anticlimactic. The raid boss. No, not like this! Not like this! Okay, okay. Get that bolt. Thank you. Alright, so... For me, when somebody posted this in my stream, and this is the first screen that you see, like, this you know, like right here, and the way that I described this was like, if you, if you took a screenshot of this and put it on Twitter, and you know, it's like a screenshot this big, mm -hmm. and I'm scrolling through Twitter, my brain is gonna register this, this counter as Counter Strike Go. My my very first like everything, not just I, I know graphically it's a bit different, but the the proportion uh like the the field of view makes it feel like Counter Strike Go. The building proportions make it feel like Counter Strike Go. The knife in hand, the ev like 
other than the UI, which is relatively minimalistic to begin with, it just, it, my brain immediately registered Counter-Strike Go. They have the buy screen is here. This is better than Counter-Strike. Counter-Strike's wheel, well, you could argue that. Counter-Strike's wheel is probably faster when you get used to it. But they've got the buy screen, um, the whole nine yards. And then you've just got abilities. And then other than that, does this not just look like Counter-Strike with abilities? Like, But you get what I mean, where it's not like they made a new game. It feels like they put two games side by side, and this is the result. Like it doesn't feel like a like. Well, it feels like they it feels like they they made um, a twenty twenty version of Counter Strike with with abilities. That's 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 literally what they've made. I think, mm. I think that's what it that's what I think that's what they're going for. Mm. I think they've succeeded at that by the looks of it. Um. I think it's a smart play by by Riot, honestly. Like, I'm not going to complain that it it looks like some regurgitated stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't. Um, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying yeah. that's what it reads to me. Like, it oh, could it, be, it could still be a very good game. Counter Strike's very yeah, popular. Yeah, I'm I think, just. I like, think it reads to everybody. I think that's what they want you to read. I think mm. that's. I think they. I think there's a lot of people out there that want to get into Counter Strike Go, but it's too late. I think there's a ton of people that play Counter Strike Go, but they want to change. They want something fresh. Um, and I think. With Riot's name behind it, um, I think that this was the best, the best course of action, because Counter Strike is immensely successful even today. Oh, more so now successful. than it really ever was. Yeah, it really had a resurgence in the last like year yeah. or two. Yeah. So if you're gonna make a copy of a game, or you're gonna take a lot of inspiration from a from a a, a shooter, you're not gonna do it from Call of Duty. Because Call of Duty is just its own thing, and th- nobody's chomping at the bit, uh, eSport-wise, for Call of Duty. There's a place for it, but it isn't like, there isn't enough interest that if there was a clone, and there's plenty of COD clones, they don't do well. Um, I think, and you're not going to copy Overwatch, because Overwatch is dying. Overwatch is dead. I mean, it, when you really think about it's alive, but it's dead. Like, from where it was before... To where it is now, it's done. Well, it's um, been it's been dead. It's been dead. But you know what I mean. It, it's yeah. existing, but it's not it's not flourishing, and it's definitely not a game that you're going to want to copy off of. It's like the last two seasons of The Price Is Right with Bob Barker. Technically, he was there. Yeah, but, but he, was he was dead. Dead. He was dead. Yeah. Right. So I think the counter the the Counter Strike copy it was a good was a good play, and then using um sort of the um the Realm Royale. Overwatch type ability thing that you can have, even at Apex, uh, kind of mixing in the abilities was a cool little touch mm. uh, to Counter Strike. But Apex felt new. Yeah, it did. It's because it was super. It was it was hyper. It's 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 hyper. Um, like it, that, that's the difference between like Apex and this is Apex took um like. The battle royale genre, mm. the abilities from like Overwatch and similar new FPSs, mm-hmm. and successfully merged them into something that felt actually wholly new. Yeah, and not just yeah. I took a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Whereas this feels, for better or worse, I think it might not matter. Because in the end. look where look where Apex is now. They're dying. Uh, Apex is Apex is not doing great, bro. I, it, there might be a ton of it, when I say okay. 
Let me let and what, me, yeah, let me, let me frame what dying means. Twitch, okay, right on Twitch, yes. Because let's th- th- that's yeah. that's our industry. That's what sure. we're, that's what we normally talk about. There's tons of successful games out there yeah. that make money that don't need to be on Twitch. Yeah, but I'm talking about in your face, mm. uh, esport wise. People that are engaging and playing your game publicly. Well, Apex uh, is still doing better number-wise than CSGO. Maybe? On a daily basis. Maybe on a daily basis, but... With the only, with the only thing that boosts I'd, CSGO I'd have up to, being, their, being their, their, like, their tournaments. And I, would have to, I would have to... I've been seeing Counter-Strike up there a lot, but uh, that, that's, that's one I'd have to do some research in. But um, in terms of like viewership... And people playing Apex, mm. the majority of people are over it. Like they just, it, it, mm. the, there's no big names really playing the game anymore, unless mm. their 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 specific niche is Apex mm-hmm. at this point. Mm. Um, I think Counter Strike, I think copying Counter Strike opposed to copying Apex is the right move. I think Riot is doing the right thing here, and also Counter Strike for a guy like me, it's it doesn't seem all that fun. Um, and even watching that trailer, it doesn't seem all that fun for me mm-hmm. because it really looks like Counter Strike, and mm-hmm. I can't fully get over that. You know who this game is for, Jeff? And this is going to sound like a like this is going to sound. Well, I don't know how it's going to sound. You know, you know who this game is for. Mm. This game is for um, ex Overwatch pros that can't cut the mustard anymore, aren't good enough at other popular games. But can latch onto this one to hope for a second ride. That's who this game is for. Mm-hmm. This game is not, and it might also be. It, it's it's. I feel like we're gonna see people that dropped off from Counter Strike. They're not fast enough. They're not good enough. Yeah. People from Overwatch, not good enough, or Overwatch is just dead. Come together with their powers like the super fucking twins. Yeah. And and try and boost themselves again in this game. Like yeah. we're gonna get retirees and retirees and dropouts and dropouts to populate this game up front. Yeah. And that's who this game is for. Because people who just want CSGO and this looks like CSGO, yeah. they're just gonna fucking play CSGO because like you said, yeah. it's insanely popular right now and yeah. on another resurgence. Yeah. Overwatch, however, that shit's just dead. So if you like Overwatch and you're getting on because that's of the true. abilities, that's true. Then that's but I feel like more people from Overwatch would gravitate towards Apex the style of of gunplay than they would a um, a CS:GO style of gunplay because CS:GO style of gunplay is incredibly unique. Like it's its own I just fucking think, animal. I, I mean, they're two different games. Apex and this is two different games. But I mean, in terms yeah. of like the feel of shooting. So if you're going to go for the abilities, like yeah. has Overwatch is an ability heavy heavy uh game yeah, yeah, right yeah. is you're more likely to gravitate towards the style of shooting in Apex than you would in the speed Maybe. of Apex than you would I, I I think I think people in Overwatch I think they're going to resonate more to this game than they will mm. Apex personally mm. simply because for one it's not a battle royale and Apex doesn't really lend itself to professional play all that much it, it's it's a it's a casual game that people, some people are very, very skilled at. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, Counter Strike and this game, it looks like I haven't played this or what it's all about. Yeah. But this is five man versus five man, and a very uh, diffuse the bomb. It's, it's Counter Strike. Def- exactly. It's literally Counter Strike. It is ultra competitive. This mm-hmm. is the definition mm-hmm. of a competitive shooter. Well, you you know why I think Apex isn't a competitive shooter right now is simply just because nobody. 
has built out a competitive scene for that's proper. Not even not even the developers or the publisher yeah. have gone out of their way to make an eSport. You know what the difference between this and Riot will be? Is that Riot is going to dump an unholy amount of time, energy, and money, and experience yep. from yeah. League of Legends yeah. into this game to make it an eSport. If you, if you did that and took the money from Riot from eSport and put it into Apex, I fucking promise you, with the age group that's playing Apex and the speed required, the fucking, like, well, they'd have to change out, coked out shit. Yeah, they'd have to change the gameplay, though. No, like, they it- wouldn't. Apex is incredibly competitive. You watch properly good people play Apex and, like, actual, like, high-end pro players play Apex, they look like another species altogether I believe and it changes it. the game. Yeah, yeah, I understand, but I, st- I just think... It's not objective and hyper focus. It there, it's still too much of what if. I mean, even Fortnite mm. uh, is a competitive game, but it it isn't. It doesn't feel competitive because there is no end goal except for uh, being the last man standing. Yeah, I I feel like when you have an objective based game mm. like Overwatch, like this, like Counter Strike. Mm-hmm. Um, I th- even Call of Duty. Uh, mm. Call of Duty's got a uh, not a team deathmatch, but they've got sort of the same thing where you got to shoot the, the you got to kill the other team before they kill you, um, and they you only get one life, and then it just I don't even know what the the game mode is, but um, it's very similar to Counter Strike. I mean that sounds the, like a that sounds like a small map version of a battle royale, really, except everyone has starting gear. I think well, the, I think what makes battle royales difficult to turn into an esport is the random nature of battle royales. And some people will say that that's a, a hindrance, and some people will say that they like it because uh, it means that uh, it means it, it ends up showing uh, map knowledge and uh, rotational knowledge, and being able to do a lot with very little mm. separates the men from the boys versus everyone going in with the same equipment, which I like as well. Um, because it's a more level playing field. It's a both teams start with this. You know, in Counter Strike, even you have a little bit where it's like everyone starts in the beginning. It's like pistol round, right? Yeah. Uh, or everyone's pulling their money to give one guy a half decent fucking gun. And everyone else is running around with their dicks out in their hands. Um, and then once the team wins, and then there's the money. It snowballs, and guns getting better and better on one side, perhaps. Then it adds a little bit more variability to it, and and you and it, and it changes the game. It, uh, battle Royales have that problem for sure, and and from a spectator perspective, it's a nightmare in Battle Royales to try and make that work. Well, yeah, and just falling down and just not getting near any weapons and, and just fucking requeuing and shit. It becomes, there's a there's an element of, a, a fairly big element of RNG when it comes to uh, Battle Royales that competitive shooters don't have. Um, and I, listen, I'm not saying by any means mm. that Apex is not, competitive and that uh, the high-end stuff is not intriguing to watch amazing incredible they're just two totally different esports they're just two totally different game modes yeah and in my opinion two totally i wouldn't say totally different but two vastly different uh type of of competitive gamers it's like playing starcraft Mm. i look at counter-strike starcraft and then i look at league of legends like playing uh, or or um, um, uh, battle royales, like playing League of Legends, mm-hmm. uh, it, it doesn't mean that you can't be super uh, competitive. I just find one is extremely focused, mm. and the other one there's so many different variables mm-hmm. that like it, it it becomes not saying you can't be focused, but it becomes um, 
too much of a crapshoot to a certain degree. And of course, the great players will continue to 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 mm-hmm. to, to go big. It's like it's like playing Hearthstone, mm-hmm. right? The, the, the great players that know the decks, they know the right things to, to play at certain times, they know the possibilities. But like any card pl- game, there's a lot of variability in your it, deck. Exactly, but it, it becomes like, you could have the best player in the world will lose to some fucking cuck just because he didn't uh, get the right card or the other person just drew, just drew uh, properly. It's the nature, it's it's the just nature, the nature of, the of the beast. Yeah. It's the same thing with Battle Royales. You could have the best player in the world drop down and get surrounded mm. by three people, and you haven't gotten a gun, and you just die. It doesn't necessarily mean the other person's better. Yeah. It just means you kind of got cucked. Over the long run, you're mm. going to do better than all these other people because you're just better, period. That's just bad luck. But I find games like Counter-Strike, games like um, that certain Call of Duty Search and Destroy or uh, or or this this game here, there's none of those variables. Yeah. It is you go in there, yeah. and the best man wins every time. There is no, there is no what if, and that's what I love more about mm. that mm. opposed to the gong, the the gong show. It doesn't mean you can't have bad partners and mm. things like that, but in terms of like solely focusing on your skills, mm. there's no RNG, there's no bullshit. Well, it's way more variables, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I that's what I love about a real competitive game, mm. uh, and and that's why I think this will do really well, and I think that's why they went this route because the other stuff is just not. It works. But I think if you want to grow a big eSport today, mm-hmm. um, mimic the good and then try and do it better. We'll see if Riot can do it better. We know it, they will do better. They'll do better at marketing. Mm-hmm. They'll do better at implementation mm-hmm. um, and keeping the game uh, in people's faces. Not only that, it's Riot. They've got so many casters, players, ex-players. And like you said, now you've got Overwatch, a dead game, mm-hmm. literally dead. And the, the few pros that are left that are making a little bit of money off Overwatch... They're going to be chomping at the bit to get into a new game to potentially revitalize their career and and have another few years in esports. And they're just going to jump. This actually might completely kill Overwatch, like just to the point where it's it's ogre now. Like Blizzard might just throw in the fucking towel. I wouldn't be surprised two years from now, Overwatch League is Dunsky. Well, I think with or without Valorant, Overwatch League is Dunsky. Yeah, yeah, but I think this anyway. is going to like yeah. hyper. I it's think definitely going to make it. No easier on the team for Overwatch to make it to make it happen, especially from the the perspective of of what it takes to kind of keep an esport alive these days. Yeah. With you have to have even outside of the esport, you have to have content creator support. People have to be willing to keep that. It's like free advertising. It's people like going out of their way to create uh, a content uh, you know content creation outside of the uh, the business itself, doing it to keep it in the face of everyone and to keep people excited mm-hmm. and find uh, new and exciting ways to display that game uh, to the general public so it's not just whatever you're seeing in a tournament um, is incredibly uh, incredibly important, which is, I would think, <clears throat> a lot of what Apex has been failing at, uh. other than the fact that they're really not making much of an effort to truly make Apex an eSport. Yeah. Uh, I think that they're kind of hoping somebody else will do it for is going to do it for them. Yeah, they're not. Which is just not going to happen. They're just not. But uh, you know what? At the end of the day, Apex probably got a, still a bajillion players playing their game. Well, yeah, they're they have making like a, 70 million yeah. con- like, uh, active players yeah, right so now. so they're still making... A, a gagillion dollars, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, at this point, why they don't need an they e-sport. don't need any sport? It would be fu- it would be, It'd fun be nice, to see. yeah. Because you know when you, uh, I I think that with the right uh, with the right kind of um, uh, spectator tools and with the the uh, the right production team, 
Apex is probably the closest thing a battle royale has ever gotten to uh, a game that would make sense as an eSport. Yeah. Or, or that would be good to see as an eSport because of the abilities uh, and because of how battles can yeah. uh, go. It's high octane. It's, it's, it's super, fun to watch. Man, yeah. it fucking... Yeah, it's fun to watch. There are some guys I watch that it, I don't... And they look like they're not even fucking trying. trying yeah. And the shit that their brain on, does... Yeah, it's on another level. Just doesn't make sense. Like, I can super appreciate, for example, watching Shroud play, like old Shroud playing CSGO and his ability to like his first shot accuracy was in the snaps were just fucking dumb yeah. like inhuman yeah. right so you take that ability and then you fuse it into some fucking 18 year old kid now playing on Apex Adderall. who Watch then what also it's not just his snap ability but it's tracing yeah opponents because it's not just one shot kill and then it's also the movement that yeah. happens in the game and they're discovering ways of half breaking the game doing like wall jumps and fucking crazy shit that that if i sat down and tried it for 20 minutes i'd get once yeah and they're doing it in the middle of like a 5v1 uh, and they're just fucking pumping the tits of everyone in the area like they're goddamn john wick on on cocaine yeah bro and and Adderall. uh that's why i would love i'd love to see somebody seriously try and make the attempt but the only people that can do that really is ea and uh and the developers so yeah uh, it's a shame that we don't get that. Well, we'll see uh, what happens with this. I, I think it's going to do well. Um, I'll try it out for sure. Unfortunately, it doesn't seem like a game that's going to resonate with me personally to like really try and be competitive I'll with. I'll be interested to watch to see how the tra- trajectory of this game goes. Oh. Um, I have I have a gut feeling that a lot of people are going to hop on before this game's even out of the gate. A lot of people are going to do the, I'm going to go full on in this game, all content creation on this, all I'm going to go casting on this, I'm yeah. all in. Yeah. Players are going to do the same thing. Yeah. And the first six months are going to determine whether they made a good idea, a good decision mm-hmm. or a poor decision. I think it's a good decision. And I, I think it's a good decision uh, simply because it's Riot. And if there's one thing that Riot has to do... Is they know how to brand their game, but and this put is it the one there. game I think in all the games that they're developing that isn't necessarily directly tied to League of Legends. So it, it, the crossover, yeah. yeah, the crossover of viewership and 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 the community, yeah, there's obviously going to be yeah. a good chunk of it there. But I don't, I, don't, I don't think they need the fucking champion names in the game. I don't think they need any of that bullshit. Um, I think I think all they need is is Riot's new game, and it's the same thing with Blizzard. Blizzard only needed to just say, hey, this is our new game, and people would jump all over it, and I think Riot even more so. I think if you're going to make a jump, I think the Apex jump would have been a very uh, risky thing to do. I think the Realm Royale jump was a very risky thing to do. I think the uh, a Call of Duty jump w- is a risky thing to do. Mm-hmm. I think if you had to put your cards into one play... And you wanted to go, okay, you know what? I'm going to potentially leave this game here that is stagnant of or all the dying. Cliffs to jump off of. This is the one. The pool of water underneath it is likely going to determine whether or not you live or die. I think. Is I, deepest with this. I think this is the deepest. Doesn't mean yeah. it's a for sure gamble. You might still belly flop and kill yourself. Yeah. But. But there is a chance. You could stick the landing. And not only that, I mean, you know, even even something like Fortnite was a risk, and it paid off for a lot of people. Who, yeah. Whoever would have known that Epic was going to do what they did? Well, Epic didn't even know that Epic Especially was going to do what they did. Especially like what they were doing with Paragon. They looked like they had no fucking clue what the hell they were doing, and they had yeah. something special. Yeah. They had no idea what to do. And then Fortnite comes, and then boom, it's the right place, right time, and nobody really knew what was going on. Fuck, I remember playing the beta in that yeah. when it was when it was more of like a, a, a monster thing where they were coming at you and had to build yeah. a fort and the whole. Well, it was a tower defense tower game, defense that, game. That turned into that that yeah, uh, turned that into a battle royale. Just cropped up, yeah, and and, and boom. 
I think I think this right here, especially with Riot and how uh, Riot players, like League of Legends players, are conditioned for their YouTube content or conditioned for their Twitch content. Um, I think that jumping in and making content for this game as it comes up and comes out, you might actually be able to get in on the ground floor, especially if you have something unique and interesting. Mm. Um, and if you have a Counter-Strike background. Mm. If you have a Counter-Strike background and you're like a Counter-Strike commentator or an ex-pro or something like that, you're going to fucking slide right into this bitch. Like, It'll be easy as fuck. It's all going to be lubed up and ready to go. Yeah. You, your dick won't even have to be fully hurt. It's just no. going to, it's just going to, like, it's Does literally going to, it's going to suck your penis in. Yeah. And, but you know what? Riot is such a big name that, you know, this thing is still going to be wet and ready for you. Even if you, even if you're not a Counter-Strike guy or an Overwatch guy, you can still stick your dick in there and it's going to feel pretty good. Yeah. That's my guess. Yeah, well, it'll be fun to see uh, it progress. That was alpha stuff. We'll see more gameplay, I'm sure, just get flung out left, right, and center. Um, Graphic sent me that they had put out a, a character teaser already, so they're starting to introduce characters and their abilities and all that kind of stuff. So we'll, uh, we will see how it goes. My one suggestion, I don't know if there's one in here already, but maybe, I don't know, maybe it's even known. I, I just haven't looked into it. The one thing that I hope isn't in the game, Resurrection. Because if there's one thing that broke Overwatch for the longest time and continues to be a struggling point for them, yeah. is mercy. Yeah. And just the the concept of being able to resurrect a character in these games is just never seems to be a good idea. Yeah. So they avoid that much. I don't think there will. That's going to save them a lot of yeah. a lot of fucking headache because balancing that kind of shit is balancing guns by themselves can be a son of a bitch. Balancing guns plus abilities. Is even harder. Bouncing guns plus abilities that allow people to be brought back from the dead yeah, next is level. just like you're juggling you're juggling fucking knives and chainsaws at that point. Uh, next up, Death Stranding is confirmed to be coming to the PC June second of this year. So there you have it. There you have it. Uh, and I'm still I'm still I will double, triple, quadruple down that uh, that uh, Horizon Zero Dawn is coming. Is coming. I believe. Uh, in relation to that, I have it further down the list here, though. Hideo Kojima believes that Death Stranding's review scores are lower because the West likes shooters, Jeff. I've got a quote from a couple quotes from him here at the bottom here. Uh, this happens when this is a Hideo Kojima saying this. Uh, this happens when you try to do something new, even in movies or games. Uh, Kojima told PlayStation Access, if people are faced with something they haven't uh, experienced before, it can be challenging. It was the same when I first did a stealth title. He is referring to, obviously, Metal Gear Solid. But I am hoping that with support, uh, with the support that I get from fans, that positivity will spread out, and that in five years or ten years, people will look back at Death Stranding as a new standard. Then I'll try and create something new again. So... I got to be real here. Um, I just don't think your game's that good, bro. <laughs> and not in the sense that it's not a well-made game, oh. because it looks like it's an extraordinarily well-made game. But like from the perspective that it's a game that is, people are either going to enjoy because it's not your traditional gaming experience and, it, and it's not going to feel like traditional gaming entertainment, um, and then there are people who are going to play it and go, this is just like molasses uphill in the wintertime, slow as fuck, uninteresting and pretentious and just not want to play it. And I just, I uh, like, he's not wrong that 
that shooters are popular in the West. Mm-hmm. But what he what he apparently I don't know if he if he's if he realizes this is all the same is that there are there have been a number of games in the last ten years that have come out AAA or otherwise that are not first person shooters that have done critically very well. Mm. And so it's not uh, in the West. Mm-hmm. And and uh, who is it? I can't remember. Somewhere in this article here. Um, uh, analysis of the game's Metacritic scores suggests this is not the case in, in regards to Death Stranding's reviewing comparatively better in Europe, um, which is not. So it's not just the West. Yeah. Europe wasn't feeling it either. And so... Um, I look. I just. I got to be real. When I saw it, uh, at first we were seeing trailers, no gameplay. I was like, "This has got Kojima written all over it. It was going to be weird in the first place." You knew the cutscenes were probably going to make very little fucking sense. Then we started seeing babies coming out of throats and shit, and and Norman Reedus walking around with a UPS truck on his back, and lots of ladders. And and, and like I looked at it, it's very pretty. Sounds good. Looks good. Um, probably plays well, but. You have to know that if you're going to, if you're going to give that to a gamer, especially in today's market, like you're you're that is a risk and I don't think in 10 years people are going to look back on it that have given it a low score now and then in 10 years look back and go, "Oh, you know what? I was wrong. Yeah. This game's pretty fucking fire and it set a new standard for strand games." I don't think that's going to fucking happen. I just think it's just not a very interesting game for a lot of people. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with shooters being popular in the West. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I'm kind of with you. Uh, I think he created, um, I I haven't played this game. I haven't watched anything on this game. I, I'm literally, and maybe one day I'll sit down and play it. Maybe one day, probably not. Buckle up for an eighty-hour game. Yeah, maybe one day. <laughs> you know, you know what I get from this, bro. I think it sounds like he's just salty. His game didn't get like fucking just reviews from the gods. Across I think the board. I think that he sat in a room, yeah, or he went he went to his special place where he all of his creative juices are flown. Whether mm. that is fucking on some sort of mountain or sitting underneath a specific tree in somewhere bumfuck nowhere. Kojima, who fucking who knows? fucking knows? But wherever yeah. he goes, on the moon, on the moon, I don't know. Mm. He could have been a fucking Buddhist monk for six months and just thought of this fucking shaved shit. his head, didn't shaved fuck his a head, woman, woman or anything. Nothing just, did nothing. nothing. Just yeah. fuck all. Yep. Just marinated it. I think what he did is he sat down. I think he created something that stroked his own ego. Hard. I think he created something that he thought in his mind was genius. Yes. Um, I think that he uh, created a game that was extremely pretentious, extremely um, self-serving, yeah. and um, I think the reality is sunk in that his, his, uh, his vision, his art, did not resonate with the people that played it, and well, not all, of, all them. of them, not all, not all of them, because yeah. because you know what, dude, some people like fucking uh, art that is you just slap it on there, and somebody right. sees the beauty in it. Forty million dollars, great. Somebody, listen, there is something for everybody, bro. There's a you know ten thousand people that'll listen to us fucking talk, right? Yep. Other people would be like, I can't fucking take these dudes. That's right. For more than fucking four minutes, we get it. But you know what? He's so used to being successful. He's 
He's so used to have created something that everybody fell in love with. Yeah, yeah. And that, and he's and he he cranked out a whole bunch of of let's let's keep it real. Uh, at this point, he it was genre breaking back in the day. Yeah. But now it is same regurgitated shit. Yeah. Um, that he kept going. Kooky Metal Gear Solid shit. Good yeah, games, it's good. But kooky Metal Gear yeah, it's, Solid. But it's shit, the yeah. same. Like people, listen. There, are, there are people that like that, and that's great. And he might be right. He might. It might be a bit of time where people go, "Hey, you know what? I didn't see it for what it was there uh, back in the day." But the reality is, dude, you created something. You took a chance. Yeah. And even just looking at the game, it looks extremely boring. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it's it's all that intriguing. It looks beautiful. It's got good talent behind it. But it just feels very self-serving and egotistical. And his comments of saying, "Well, it's the Westerners; they don't, they don't, they only like shooting." It's absolute. That's absolutely false. But at, to an extent, you're right. They do like shooting games, but that doesn't mean, like you said, that there aren't games that have been critically acclaimed and that have done had great reviews sold across loads, sold loads, loads and loads of copies yeah. with very little to no shooting in it. So. Listen, dude, you sound like a guy that can't accept reality, and the re- the reality is is people didn't resonate with this storytelling. Listen, man, you don't need it. You don't need a bat perfect all the time, especially when you're such a creative mind and you want to take chance and risks. Doesn't mean every risk and chance needs to be appreciated or needs to be appraised. Uh, 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 because the the reality is sometimes new shit sucks. It just does. You know what, the, and you know what is from all the reviews that I that I've seen or people talk about it, especially when it was first come out and everyone on Twitter was just blowing the shit up all the time, is that the complaints that came about that game were never the story or the characters or anything. Everyone liked that part. Yeah, it was the gameplay where people were getting lost a bit, where it was just people falling asleep because it was like eighty hours. Yeah. of this game is long, and it's one of those games I feel like I could play and I would enjoy the characters and story. But I would struggle to get through it because I'd rather just watch Death Stranding the movie. Yeah. It's like Red Dead Redemption. I'd rather just watch Red Dead Redemption the movie. Yes. Instead because of playing the, game the game. Play yeah. is just most of the game, not all of gameplay, yeah. but most of the gameplay loop is, is like I'm going to sleep. Yeah. And sometimes it's nice to have a game like that, but most of the time if I'm playing a game from Rockstar or whatever, I don't want to be put asleep. Yeah, I want to be engaged with the shit. Yeah, and the gameplay doesn't always line up. Listen, with Listen, get all the Norman time. and go make a Netflix show. All right, of your game. Yeah, and make a ten episode series and go and do it there. Crank what it you're out. doing is you're asking people to get invested into really good characters. Netflix strands, but you want to fucking get them to wait 15, 20 hours in between boring gameplay footage to get to the good stuff. Yes, and that's, exactly. You know, and that and that's not. That ain't that's, it. That's not, that ain't it, bro. No matter how much you want to like tie the gameplay in and and try and be like super artsy about it and call it a strand game and like the the uh, talk about how it's like uh, speaking about you know society and social media and the interactions and, between people because you can see other people's footprints in the yeah, ground. Yeah. I'm you know I don't give a fuck. No, I'm mean, gonna be perfectly honest with you. Not, I don't give a shit about the footprints or the ancestry that has been here at this time at different points in time, and I don't need. Suck a dick. 
I don't care about any of it. I want good gameplay footage for my ninety dollars that I'm spending on the game. If I'm gonna get, be in the game for eighty to ninety hours, that gameplay better be really no, fucking dope, dude. I'm gonna tell you right now. I <laughs> never want to be in a game for eighty <laughs> to ninety hours if it's a single player campaign. The only time I ever want to spend eighty ninety plus hours <laughs> in a game is if it's a competitive multiplayer game that I keep going in and the gameplay is fresh and exciting every single time, or at least there's a bit of competitive play. I, uh, dude, I haven't, I haven't had a eighty hour single player campaign experience in forever mm. and I never want to have one ever again. I'm just going to be perfectly honest with you. I I ain't got ain't nobody got the motherfucking there, t- How are a, you going There is a list. How can you keep my attention for 80 hours? The games that have kept my attention for that long. That's grindy shit, bro. We're, That's We're talking Morrowind. Holy fuck. Persona 4 and Lost Odyssey. And then pretty much everything else that I've played that's been 80 plus, like 80 hours, I check the fuck out at like the 40 hour no. mark. Yeah, yeah. It's I can't good. even commit. No. If I no. get 40 hours into a game yeah, right. and I'm not fucking, yeah, I'm no. not eating it all up. Yeah, no. And then I find out there's another 40 hours on top of that. Yeah, no. I just don't, I toss in the towel. Yeah, I no. can't do it. I think, I think for me, for a single player campaign, I'm between 20 and 30 hours max. And if you can't accomplish what you're trying to accomplish in 20, 30 hours of gameplay footage on a single-player campaign, I'm not talking competitive or MMO or anything like that where you know what you're getting yourself into. I'm talking about a single-player experience. I don't care if it's RPG or not. Dude, even RPG games should be, uh, shouldn't be 80 hours. Unless you're the type of person that wants to go and do every single side quest in every yes. different possible way, yeah. Yeah. and you just want to purposely do it but the actual campaign the actual story should only take you 20 30 hours i mean yes. an rpg in 2020 should literally be 20 30 hours long that yeah. that's like a that, that's a long game in 2020 bro most games are like eight hours for like a whole and i you know and i think that's fine eight to ten hours for a campaign thing and give me a story get me in get me out make me feel good about it get me excited for the next one I'm in 40 hours is about as long as I want even a really in-depth RPG to be yes and then past that it like I said All it optional. has to be I, I I mean like I said the list of games I played my, and I play a lot of JRPGs you have too the list of games that I would look back and say that I was comfortable playing them for as long as they took uh, is like three games yeah it's not many it's not many There's, fucking games yeah, we played a lot of them we played a lot of them so you know most of them most of them once you hit 40 hours, they start to like get repetitive. Yes. And then you're just going, all right, why am I here? I just want to get the story. So now you're trying to rush through it. And, you, and then you hate that you can't rush through it because you're getting yep. beaten. And you know you have to slow down and maybe yep. grind a bit and shit. And you're like, that's literally it. That's I, it. You're literally. You're just, and then it's just padding, 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 yes. padding. And so, yeah, I agree. You know, um, 20 to 40 for an RPG is the pocket. Yes. 10 to 20. For everything else, yeah, under ten, and I better be spending like twenty dollars on your fucking video game, yeah. or it better be the greatest fucking video game of all time. Better be a good eighty for eighty dollars. Yeah, it better be a fucking dope ten hours yeah. for me to get that. Um, and that's and that's basically it. But you're right. But there are there are a lot of games still coming out that the mindset is still the length of time in the game, um, uh, beyond a certain point dictates you know, how epic or how good the game is, uh, which is true only to a point, but only really if you take experience in the past, that 20 to 40 hour mark, and then past that, 
odds are you've slipped out of the epic and yep. into the fuck me Rep- and the repetitive. Just get this over with. Yeah, I dude. don't even want to look at it anymore. Yep. So yeah, I I agree with a lot of what you said. I think I think that he made a game that was very much for him. He even stated that it was a, a selfish game for him early in development. Uh, he was getting like a lot of friends and stuff coming here to make this game, and I think he was really, really hoping that people were going to love it for everything, yeah. not I mean, just it's disapp- parts. It's disappointing to him, and yeah. and he could literally just come out and say, "Yeah, you know what? I took a chance. It's a game I love, a game I'm proud of. It's not like it's hurting his bank by any means, for fuck's sake." No, he's he's very well off. He's very well off, and I'm sure the game profited money. I mean, it was a big enough. It was a big enough title. I'm sure. It's, and in fact, it's coming out the PC for Christ's sake. Yeah, the game did well. Um, I think at the end of the day, he's just disappointed that his vision and his work of art is not resonating with people the way that he would have loved to. Yes, and exactly. and that's what it is. And he just needs to come out and just say that he doesn't need to make excuses. Or just not say or just shut at all. up about it and just go make another game. And go make another game. And that's maybe it. the next one, yeah, hits a little harder. He M Night Shyamalan'd it, bro. He yeah. came out with a movie that people are like, ooh, you know, we all we're all jumping in because it's M Night Shyamalan. Yes, and then you realize that it's like Lady in the Water, and you're like, that was not good. <laughs> I'm, I'm or Avatar: The Last Airbender. Or, uh, that was well, really. I'm not gonna go that low for this game because. <laughs> You know, okay, it's not that. That's bad. not that bad. No, it's but not it's bad. like it's Lady in the Water. Yeah, it's like, eh, you know, eh, yeah, I see where you're going. Like some Couple people, people are like, you know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's and a Lady I, in the Water, and I think a lot of those are fanboys of M Night Shyamalan that just can't really process the fact that he made a uh, not a not as good not movie, a, you know, a like great a movie. great movie. Yeah. And then you know, M Night came back. He went back to his roots. He started, you know, not being all like in his own head and shit. And he came back, and now he's been on a nice little string of films again. That's right? Doesn't mean he can't do it. I'm sure, yeah, dude. He's talented as fuck. Yes. He's gonna come out with something great that we're gonna love again. But he's not. He's not gonna hit it every time. No. Especially not when it's walking around with a backpack most of the time. No, you're just never. The only <laughs> thing that would have made that worse is if it, it the backpack said Amazon on it. That's the only way it would have made it worse. Jeff, you know what else is is uh, is particularly bad, and I'll go with Avatar: Last Airbender. Bad. EA chooses to decide a match, a professional match for FIFA in the Pro League, with rock paper scissors after the players experienced server issues during professional league play, and they couldn't actually manage to get a game together. Like an actual. I... Yep. Actual rock paper scissors. You lose. <laughs> like well, okay. You are the superior FIFA player, Jeff. Yikes. Yikes, dog. That's a big yike. I, I actually don't even have any comments no, for I that. No, I it's didn't just, expect it to be very long. Yeah, it's just a yikes. Just, it's just a yikes. That's a Nova yikes. It's a fucking big yikes. Yeah, yeah. it's a big oof, oof for sure. Uh, Half-Life Alex video shows off some more gameplay as VR headsets get restocked before the March 23rd release, Jeff. Yay. Just give it a little look-see. This is all I'm not going to do a reaction video to this, but we'll we'll just put this up so that you and I can watch it real quick. Mm. All right. So the one thing that I, about this is that it looks it looks uh it, it looks very cinematic in a way that that it reads this could be a player playing, but it reads like it's like a pre-done yes. thing. Yes. Um it's showing off every like concept in the game. It's like, hey, you can open this door to use it as a shield. Hey, you can interact with these things, uh, you know, because you know we're in VR. Look, we're clo- we're opening that up. We're smashing this box, grabbing this ammo in a porta potty. Scri- scripted, bro. A little scripted. Oh, by the way, there's a needle in the bottom of this toilet. Yeah, we can use that and just jack ourselves up. Nothing could possibly go wrong there. Uh, it's 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 scripted. It looks good graphically. Yep. It looks good gameplay wise. 
but it looks scripted as fuck. And um, I'll be far more interested in this game when it's released and I'm watching people stream it and seeing what it really, when it's in people's hands and they're playing it like a normal fucking person and seeing what comes out of it. Yeah. I think this is going to be a six to eight hour VR experience. And that's the show. Um, I, I just hope it's good for the sake of, for the sake of Valve fans and for the sake of VR. I hope this is good because I think this game is going to go a long way, um, to determining how much money gets put in to VR games for the next while from a triple A perspective, mm-hmm. not an indie game perspective or whatever, or I want to be dead most the video game, but like an actual VR fucking video game. I think, I think this is going to largely help determine what's being done in the space. And so, yeah. All right. There you go. We'll see. It's not far away, Jeff. It's not far. 23rd. I won't have my money. It's on route. Definitely not going to have my, especially because I still have to buy a headset. It's a hell no for me, Doug. It's going to be a no. The entry fee to that is fucking high. That's a nope. Uh, You know what else is a nope? Bethesda requires you to uh, have a Bethesda account to play Doom Eternal on Steam. It's also a nope. The only other games from them that do this are because of microtransactions where you're using Bethesda bucks uh, to do it, and so you have to launch their shit in order to, to access these things so that make you basically just... You have it on Steam, but you're really just using their launcher. Yeah. You, you're, you're literally launching their launcher with Steam, and then you launch the game from their launcher. You, you, know what, you know what that shit is like? That's like going to a website where they're like, hey, you can come on this website. Come hang out, but we're just going to need your credit card information. Yeah. Hey, we're not going to charge you for anything. No. It's but just there. Just, but we just need your credit card We just need that just to verify you are who you are. Yeah. And maybe sell that information to somebody else. Yeah. Third party. Why not? Um, people might be a little bit concerned about this for a number of reasons, Jeff. For one, you'll remember that with during the endless streak of Fallout 76 madness, that during that, they uh, they had it so that when people were logging in to like, help try and claim the rewards for the shit that they never got, that they leaked a whole fucking load of people's personal information to other users just trying to access their own accounts. Uh, and so people's trust in Bethesda's security right now, um, not just in the terms of like a hacker did it, but people just logging in normally and seeing other people's shit, uh, it's not high. The trust is not high, Jeff. No. And so uh, and, uh, this trend... Really fucking pisses me off. I hate the fact... If you're going to put your game to be available on Steam or on another person's launcher, fucking leave it. Just leave it be there. At best, require that once you're launched the game, that you log into an account that's just tied to the actual game itself. Yep. Do not make me... You know, if I'm purchasing it on a, on a launcher, it's because I want to keep my games... I don't want to have your launcher boot up on the backside, and then boot your game up through that launch. Just let me do it where I bought the game. Yes. Yes. Otherwise, just make it available on your launcher, and just that's it. And then I won't complain, because it's only available in one spot, and I'm buying it on the place where it's launching. Yeah. But if I'm going to buy it on Steam, or the Microsoft Store, or somewhere else, and then you're going to make me launch Bethesda's launcher, I just, I ain't, that ain't it. I, I don't want to see it anymore. I'm just so tired of that shit. Uh, Ubisoft is the worst for that. Like any game anywhere, you go launch the Ubisoft launcher at, through the launcher. Nobody, you just open and bought the game want, through. Nobody wants to. Uh, nobody wants to do any of that. Nobody. Nobody. I don't give a fuck. Ubisoft, 
No. <laughs> Nobody wants to do that. No. Bethesda, no. Bethesda? Really don't want to do that. I really, truly do not want to do anything Bethesda related. That, that, <laughs> that Bethesda is dead to me, bro. Yeah, I, yeah. Doom, Doom Eternal is never going to see my money. No. And you definitely ain't going to see my money if I got to log into some Bethesda shit. Yeah. You ain't seeing any of my money. It's a no. Free or not. It's a huge note. If I'm buying a game on Steam, bro. I want to log into my Steam account. I want to buy the game on Steam, and mm. I want to boot it up yep. on Steam. Yep, and start playing it. Yep, that's basically it. It's either that, or I want to buy Doom Eternal on the Bethesda store. That's right. And then I want to I want to go onto my little Bethesda account launcher, and I want to launch the game from there. You know who doesn't even do that shit? Microsoft. Yeah, they sell they sell a game on Steam, launches on Steam. That's it. You buy it on the Microsoft store, launches on, on the Microsoft, Microsoft store. store. It's really that simple. It's that fucking hard. It's that, it's that easy. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake demo dropped, Jeff. It did. Are you like me and just not playing it? Fuck waiting, no. I'm going to end up playing the game. It's like a month from now. Yeah, I can just wait. Just wait. Yeah. I don't even want to be spoiled. I don't even want to no. play. I, wanna, I just want to get the game yeah. and then just wait play it. Out. That's, that's, that was my take. People were already asking me as soon as it dropped, and yeah. I said I had to put a tweet out. I said, no. It's just uh, just so, you, so that you guys know, I'm not playing it until the game comes out. There's no reason the game is a month away. I'm going to get it anyway. Yep. We're going to play it. Yep. And I'd rather just do it and do it once. That's it. On the playthrough that we have. Um, people seem to be generally uh, excited about it. They talk about the difficulty on the first boss. A lot of people having issues with it, whether that's good or bad. Fucking who knows. Uh, hard to say where the difficulty comes from, but... We'll see. We'll see. Uh, otherwise, generally positive reception that I've been seeing crop up. Um, for it, and yeah, um, it's Final Fantasy Remake. I, I really, I want to be, I want to be excited for this game, but I'm just not excited for this game. I'm not excited either. I'm just ready for it. Yeah, I just want it to happen, and then I'll yeah. just play it and be done with it. Yeah, right. Which is not how I, I, I saw this. Like, if you, if you ask me, like. This should have probably happened about ten years ago. Yeah. So like when everyone was super ready for it, and now like there's still a lot of people ready for it, but I'm just not part of that group anymore. It makes me sad. Like I, I would I would rather be super excited about replaying something that is so meticulously remade from my childhood. You like I would want to be super excited about it, but I'm just not this game. This has gone through such a shit storm to get here, and it's taken so long that it's kind of like you know when you're really fucking hungry. And then you don't get a chance to eat. You go and go, and then eventually, like even you're super fucking hungry, but then it just goes away. Yeah. And you know that you haven't eaten, and you need to eat. Well, that's but just, you just don't yeah. want to eat anymore. Yeah, your stomach is now eating your, itself. Your, your stomach has said, "All right, yeah, we're yeah. not going to eat. We're just not going to be hungry anymore." Yeah. That's where I'm at with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm. For a long time, I was fucking hungry for that shit. I, I mean, wanted it. I mean, I think I think the the better analogy that I'd put it is this. You know, I haven't gotten laid in like you know. <laughs> I'm food five, and your dick. That's basically five, where we're at with our analogy. I haven't gotten right laid now. in five days. I just want to bust a nut. Yeah. But, you know. It's the utility nut, Jeff. Yeah, but you know what? Just I don't feel like jerking off either just because, no. you know, it just doesn't. I, f I feel like. It takes too you know, much effort. Well, it's not even just that. It's just like the, the one nut that I want to bust in a week, I don't want to bust myself. I want it to be busted <laughs> for me. Right? So at this point, I'm just over it. Busting like, makes I, me feel good. I'm just over it. But you know what? If I open up my laptop. Hmm. And porn just magically popped up on there. Mm -hmm. I guess, I guess I'm in the mood. I guess, I guess this is now time to bust a nut. I guess you know, it's like that with Final Fantasy. Hey, you know what? I haven't had this nut, this Final Fantasy nut, bust in a long time. Mm. 
I'm sure as fuck ain't going to bust it from a demo. It just doesn't feel right. No. I want to bust it from the whole thing. It's like watching, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I'm not, I'm not into that. It's like but watching the preview for porn and, exactly. and just riding on the preview. Yeah, no one wants to watch it, a preview. You know, no one, no. I want to watch, I want to watch the, the storytelling that is being told here in this porno. I want to be part of it. I want to get excited with the storytelling. And yes. you know what? Hey, when Final Fantasy comes out and it's here, I'm going to go, you know what? Fuck it. I'll just do it. And then you never know. When I start doing it, it might feel amazing and be like, hey, mm. you know what? I did want this the whole time. Mm. I just had blue balls the whole time, and I was mm. just over having blue balls. Mm. I just gave up on it. But you know what? This is here. I'm enjoying this. So I'm going to keep nutting. And that's the way I've been looking at Final Fantasy. <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. I don't care. I'm not going out of my way to bust this nut. But when the game comes out, and I'm sitting there, and I'm looking at my PlayStation Store, and there's the option there to pay fucking sixty nine ninety nine for it. I'm just gonna click the button, and I'm gonna install it, and I'm gonna see what happens. And I could turn it on, and I could have that preview, and say, you know what, this isn't as good as it, as I thought it was gonna be. Or I might go, holy shit, this is amazing. This is fucking amazing. You know what? I um, you know what I want them to be more clear about. I want Square the release Enix, dates. Well, the release dates, but the, I want them to be more clear about the fact that this is a multi-part fucking thing, because all up to this point, we're just <laughs> seeing them call it Final Fantasy VII remake. There's yeah. no Final Fantasy VII remake part one, part one. disc one. There's no disc one. There's no. There's no like Final Fantasy VII Midgar. Midgar. There's yeah. no like. There's nothing. It's just Final Fantasy VII remake. It's almost like a. Like, like you would, if you're not just on the internet and following this, you better game, read the deep. You better read you the fine shit print. up, and you, you get it, and you're like, oh great! You get to the end of the Midgar, and the game ends, and you're like, wait a minute! You get the end of the Midgar, and you're like, yes, the story begins. Nope, shit! We got to wait a year and a half. I just think it's really weird that they're being so fucking. Well, they want to sell copies, bro. Coy with the shit. They want to sell copies. That's just be, that's, just be uh, honest. Nah, it's 2020. Honesty. Who does that? Who, who the fuck does who honesty? Who does honesty nowadays? Sell. Uh, not Todd Howard. Jeff, Streets of Rage 4. All right. We're getting another trailer. Oh, boy. It's a new trailer for Streets of Rage 4. We're going to listen. Hit that like button. So when I first saw Streets of Rage 4 pop up, or I, I heard that they were doing Streets of Rage 4, one, I got excited because you know what? Streets of Rage... Is fucking fire. Hey, it's a good time. One of the greatest game uh, games of, of all time mm-hmm. in Streets of Rage 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. 2 is obviously better than 1 for most people, myself mm-hmm. included. Mm-hmm. So when 4 showed up, I was like, oh my god, have my children. Let's especially, watch Let's watch it. Especially since all the like pixel art stuff started coming back. Then I saw the, the graphics and I was like, eh, but let's see what this one is. I believe the guy who did the original music for 2 came back to do this, if I'm not mistaken, but maybe I am. Jax from Mortal Kombat. Big black dude. With metal arms. Literally Jax from Mortal Kombat. Play online with a friend.
a lot of the old enemies are showing up. The whip girls, you know, the big guys. You're seeing a lot of the classics. Look at the mean walk. That's a mean fucking walk. <laughs> walk with them, big black guy. Uh, play up four to four players, players locally. For the first time ever. Like, I'm, I both like the art style and, and not? I don't know, I'm like, I don't Four. Streets of Rage 4. What do you think? What do you think from what you saw? I'm about to make another analogy, bro. Oh, it doesn't involve a penis? It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't. Okay. Hit me. What do you got? You know... We got games like Streets of Rage. We do. We got games like that Mega Man game that we saw. We do. And other like classic games brought back in 2020. Mm. We got a lot of these retro feeling games coming out. Mm. Mm -hmm. And you know, you know how they make me feel. How do they make you feel, Jeff? They make me feel like. I really feel like eating some McDonald's because it's my happy place. It's your McHappy place. It's my McHappy place. You know, just a Big Mac with some fries and a drink. It's your McHappy place for the first hour. And then and then I get my McHappy place and mm. I bring it home. And my fries are cold. Yeah. My they were big, already cold when you first got them. They were already cold when I first got them. Yeah. Fries are cold. The Big Mac is just not hitting it like I thought it was going to hit it. Mm. The Coke Zero is fine. Hard to fuck that up. It's hard to fuck. They do that sometimes. It's, they, they do. They really do. It's, it's hard. Like doesn't mean they down. can't. It's like the end of the fucking syrup bag. That's right. That's pretty much how I feel about these retro games where, you know, in theory, it seems like a great time. Mm. You know, it puts a smile on my face to see it's happening. Yeah. And then I play it, and I realize that I never really wanted McDonald's in the first place. It was better off being a childhood thing that mm. I had fond memories back then, and my taste buds weren't jaded. Mm. And I didn't have this level of, I don't want to say quality, but I, I've just, uh, my, my taste has changed. And I thought I wanted this, but I really don't. Mm. I really don't. And... Even when I go back and play some of the old games, I realize that there was a time and place for them. Not all of them. Some of them is still a really good experience, and, mm. and there are the odd game that does come out, the remake, and I'm like, oh, this is, this is actually really nice. But I see things like that, and it reminds me of going to McDonald's. Cheap, empty carbs that just are not good for you. Yeah. Um, that, do, that do real, that does nothing for me. It doesn't fill me. No. It's just, and I realize I'm not even enjoying it all that much. That's where, that's, that's what. You get like the first few bites. Exactly. And you're are like. Are good. Are good. And then. And then, and then they're bites of regret for the rest of the entire experience. Exactly. And yeah. you realize you spent money on this. Yeah. yeah. And now you're like, damn, I should probably finish it because I spent money. Yeah. Here's my take. I don't disagree with you in general about these games that are like we're doing retro 
style stuff, which I don't have a big deal with because a lot of it's like an indie-ish studio doing it, so it makes sense for them to latch on to like simpler game styles from the retro eras at this point, you yeah. know, to, to do their thing. Um, if you're going to, I feel like if you're going to do a brawler like this in the year 2020, whether it's a small team or not, or like whatever you're doing, you need to really expand on what the fuck a brawler is. Yeah. And give me, give me, I, I just, I need it to do two things if it's Streets of Rage. I need it to feel and look like Streets of Rage. I need it to sound like Streets of Rage almost yeah. more than anything else. Yeah. And then I need it to play where there's some familiarity, but there's something new there that makes me want to go through it. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, if I was making a brawler now, I'd be giving way more environmental interaction and not just picking a pipe off the ground and piping a motherfucker. Yeah. But like, I'm holding the dude. There's a trash can there. Fuck. Wham! Yeah. Start beating their heads off fucking like objects and shit, throwing them into dumpsters, you know, slamming things. Environmental interaction that's unique to levels and like character types. And it makes it a unique, a more unique experience, and more more than just like so throwing the same like three punch Dude, combinations. I don't know how many times I saw that black guy grab two dudes and smash and them just together. smash them together. It was so re- it was repetitive from which the was two fine minute- when that when Streets of Rage first yeah, came out, and yeah. you knew you only had like four moves you had to rely on. Yeah, but now we we have the technology. We have the technology. <laughs> we can do more than that, uh. and. Uh, I would want to see something like that, and that would get me excited about hopping back into a brawler in 2020, and. As much as I like, I don't. It's not that I think that art style is badly done. I just don't see Streets of Rage when I look at no, that. No, near do game. I. Near do I. And um, there are some. Un, I follow a lot. There are some unimaginably fucking good people that do pixel art, uh, pixel art, and and uh, pixel design now. Um, especially with where we're not restricted by hardware like we used to be. Um. That. It saddened me when I first saw trailers for this game and they weren't done in pixel art because we have such a capacity to make an incredible... I mean, Streets of Rage looked good back in the day. It still looks good now, but it could look even better now and still be that style, so it's still going to look and feel the part, and then you have the ability to expand the gameplay, and now a brawler makes sense. I think what you're describing is going to be exactly how this plays out for a lot of people. They're going to go, Streets of Rage, fuck yeah. Original audio guy, fuck yeah. Looks pretty good. Hop in. Brawler. Fuck yeah. First two levels get done. Eh? And then that's going to be it. And then they die. And then they got to start again. And then they go, this ain't it, bro. It's like, I thought, just like the McDonald's, like, I thought I wanted all of this, but as it turns out, I actually just wanted to have a bite. Yeah. I just wanted the fries, but I got the Big Mac. Yeah. The fries are cold. And the cold. I I should have ate them on the car on the way home, but instead, I decided to wait. And get comfortable because I thought this was going to be an event, but instead, it was just McDonald's made by some sixteen-year-old who hates their job, and you can taste it. Yes, you can taste the hate. <laughs> this is the tag. That's like tagline for shitty Skittles. So taste the rainbow. Taste, taste the hate. Taste the hate. You can just you can just taste the the disdain that somebody had making it. Yeah, it's. I I believe that everyone working on this game though loves Streets of Rage and is excited to make it, and it does show like the character modeling is good. It does resemble like Axel yeah. and and like like they're there, Adam. Like they're like they're there, and it's good. 
but it still doesn't read very Streets of Ragey to me. Yeah. And uh, and so yeah, we'll we'll see. I I I will highly unlikely buy Streets of Rage four. No matter how much I want that game to do well, I will highly unlikely buy it because it doesn't iterate at all. No, it doesn't show anything new. No. And if I want to play Streets of Rage, I'm gonna go play Streets. I'm gonna of- just go back and play Streets of Rage because Streets of Rage two, good game, way better than what that looks like right now. Great game. Way better. Plus, I know where all the hidden fucking one ups are. So. The dream. Uh, Rockstar Games website, Jeff, displaying images hinting at a new game on the way. They've done this in the past with uh, game releases where they'll throw up images or replace images on social media or whatever in places and have people start, you know, they're like, oh, speculate, coming. Speculate. Time to speculate. Speculate. So we got a couple of images here, Jeff, and then it's time for us to speculate. You ready? Oh, boy. Here we go. Image, uh, I don't remember which order the images are in. So this is one of them. All right. Uh, and I, uh, we won't bother to show this. You guys can look this stuff up. It's all over Reddit and everything. Yeah. Um, like if you, you look at this long enough and you can see, you know, there's, there's killers, dreams, um, murdering, uh, mm. uh, fighters, Bully is written in there. Like there's a bunch of just shit hidden all over the place, and then and then the general look and feel of it. And then here's the second one. Before you say anything, here's the second one. Just to make it confusing, you got sexy, uh, sexy 1960s, 1950s yeah. uh, Marilyn Monroe. It's Grand Theft Auto, bro. It just, it's likely Grand Theft Auto 6. Yeah, 100%. Um, 100%. So, and we already know that, that Grand Theft Auto 6 was mentioned not long ago, that, that it's been in production. Um, it's weird, though. The timing uh, the timing is right, if you really think about when Grand Theft Auto 5 came out. But because Grand Theft Auto has, because of their online portion has been so prevalent and, and constantly in, in the news circulation and whatnot and, and selling so many copies, it still feels like Grand Theft Auto V. Just came out like just three came years out ago? like fucking two years ago or some shit. And and it hasn't, obviously. It's been many years. I never thought in a million years I'd be playing Grand Theft Auto all day, every day. Yeah. I'd, exactly. I just literally... So, um... We're not going to see a GTA 6 until probably 2022, late 2021... I wouldn't. I honestly, but an probably, obviously coming. Yeah, I think it's probably gonna be twenty twenty two. So based on this imagery, yeah. Grand Theft Auto used to be about eras. Like every game that came out was like an, an era, right? We had like Vice City eighties. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, San Andreas was like a nineties kind of rift. Um, and and so like, I, and I liked those because Grand Theft Auto has been so much about pop culture in yeah. in terms of the storytelling and characters. That when five came along, even though the characters and stuff were all were well done and whatnot, it just didn't feel mm. Grand Theft Auto y to me. And four was the same way to me, really. Uh, in that, you no, know, despite that there were good characters and good s- stories to be found within the game, it didn't feel like Grand Theft Auto because it didn't feel like a an era piece where they could, um, you know, exaggerate things from that era, make it hyper eighties, hyper nineties. 
and uh, and feel Grand Theft Autoy. And so, based on like this image, for example, it makes me feel like maybe we are going to get back into some period piece type stuff. Uh, maybe we are going back to. Uh, I mean, this maybe this would be like the sixties. Yeah. So maybe we're doing sixties. Possible. I'd be there for it. I'd be there for it more if it's a period piece. I'd be I'd be excited about Grand Theft Auto for the first time in a while if it is a period could piece. Be, could be futuristic, you know. Well, I just think that, that it's could the be, type of futurism that yeah. we're seeing here, and I the mean, fact that it's Marilyn Monroe yeah. kind of gives you a hint of the fact that it's probably the sixties. Yeah, could be. Um, who knows? But anyway, yeah. yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Probably it's Grand Theft Auto Six. Yes. Absolutely. That's crazy. When did Grand Theft Auto Five come out originally? Was like, that like twenty? Was it twenty thirteen, fourteen, twelve, fourteen? Might have been twenty fourteen. Yeah, 2014? probably twenty fourteen. Thirteen. There Damn. You go. Seven September seventeenth of twenty thirteen. There it is. That's been six years and change, bro. Yep. So six and a half years. We're probably about two years out. Yeah. 2022 and uh yeah 2022 i would say and uh yeah there you go damn there you go so what else we got here uh it's looking like that virus which by the way you can't avoid it is on every news station every fucking twitter feed every fucking instagram post everything because conferences are getting shut down people aren't going anywhere anymore everyone's shut down people are panic buying fucking toilet paper and paper towel in every there isn't a single case of covid19 in in nova scotia people are panic buying toilet paper and paper towel here like we have the zombie fucking apocalypse coming and all that you need to survive is paper towel your shit is crazy um People are fucking losing it for uh, they're they're really overreacting. But dude, thank, it's, dude, thank it's, you news and social yeah. media for that one. Well, by it's, the way. dude, it's people too, right? And you put throw some chaos in their life, and they just like latch onto it, and it's the end this of the is, fucking goddamn. This world. is why the government doesn't like chooses sometimes when possible to not tell people yes. when something's happening. Yes, because the general public, yeah. especially in the era of twenty four hour news and social media, yeah. will fucking if something happens, bro. Lose their mind. It will be chaos. Yeah. Fucking hey, anarchy. Hey guys, there's an asteroid that's planning to hit Earth. Now don't worry. Shouldn't be too bad. We will survive we'll this. We'll survive this. We can prepare for it and yeah. everyone's like fucking get a building a bunker. Yeah. <laughs> Shit gets real. So, with that being said, um, obviously the in China, especially, even though cases reported cases are starting to decline in most of the the provinces, yeah. um, and and World Health Organization, by the way, confirmed that those numbers are likely to be factual. People were like, China's probably lying. Well, the World Health Organization seems to think that there's reality to those numbers. Um, because of how aggressive they've been with their quarantining and, and, and their uh, so on and so forth. But it's very possible that because the factories will have been at low or no production for so long that um, the next-gen consoles could very well be one of two things. It could be delayed because they just don't have the parts to make up to actually launch this year. Or... The initial shortages that tend to happen with the early releases of consoles will be far faster and longer because the factories will have been down uh, for such a period of time. And so the eBay, the eBay resellers are possibly going to have a field day on this bad boy 
with the limited, the possibly limited supplies. Somebody's going to profit. Somebody's going to profit big on that one. Uh, so just keep an eye out for that. I, it's the one thing we haven't really heard about delays yet, but other things, other computer parts and fucking cell phones and everything, like all the factories that are affected. I mean, there was a map that NASA released, I think it was NASA that released it, that was like a CO2 map over top of China yeah. before uh, COVID-19 outbreak and then after where they, where they, people haven't been going <clears throat> to the factories, nobody, like factories hasn't been working. And it's it literally goes from looking like your your stovetop element turned on full fucking blast on one, to dead zone in the other. Not like nothing. Hell yeah. Fucking blackout. There you and go. they said that if it was to last for very much longer, it it would actually reduce the total emission output by six percent globally just from this short fucking window. That's Holy how much shit. China's factories produce. On an annual basis. Oh, fuck. 6% by just from yeah, this shit. This shit's saving the world. <laughs> People are going crazy like, Low oh my key God. saving the Low fucking key world. saving the world. Yeah, that was fucking nuts. So, yeah, there you go. That's the thing. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, um, that'll be something to keep your eye out for. And and also, E3 is now the, 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 uh, the team for E3, uh, the people that put it on, are now considering their options as to whether or not E3 will even happen this year because yeah. of the virus. Yeah, no, I believe it probably won't. And we talked about this last week. This if it doesn't happen, it's gonna kill. It's this, gonna, might be this might be the, show. the very last E3 because yeah. it, will, it will show the, ba- the major developers that make up the bulk of, of they the don't money. Need, they don't need E3. They don't need A3. You know, save them a lot of money, put out yeah. their own shit because they have to think on their feet and do their own thing this year. And then yep. when they find out that it turns out pretty good. Yep, that'll be the show. That might be COVID. Might be might not kill a lot of people in North America, but going to kill E3. E3 was already dying. It already had a little bit of... It was immunocompromised. That's it. And it was over the age of 60. And so now it's getting... getting, I shouldn't laugh about it, but it's true. Now it's dead. Uh, It wasn't in good health, and now it's... Now it's super, super not good health. Super dead. Yeah. Uh, With a small team, uh, only a small team working on it, allegedly only 13 people. Obsidian's Grounded, which you might remember from E3, that was where it was like, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids... Uh, is looking like it's coming along well. We got a gameplay demo from PAX, Jeff. That oh, yeah, that's right. PAX happened. Yeah, PAX. Ha- well, PAX, f- PAX like half happened. <laughs> I haven't heard fuck all from PAX. PAX like half happened. So this is uh, this is like a basically a video recording of a screen. like a record. So the, the quality is just great, ass. Yeah. But we get to at least see how the game is coming. Pop on my headphones here. And we'll skip through a bit because this is like a 15-minute demo that they do. Here we go. For example, would be a, a really, really cool thing to have. Um, just because I, I have no idea how it's going to work. So the first thing that struck me about this, and again, this is so this is grounded by Obsidian. It's the survival game. Um, that we saw during E3 where it's like the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, kids out in the backyard, um, very much like, you know, uh, you're, you're, you're just tiny. Baseball you're seeing on the screen is huge. Ants are fucking enormous. Grass is like, are basically trees. Yeah. Um, and the first thing that, that struck me when I saw this was, graphically, looks good. Yeah. It looks good. Um, it you construct so it's things. It's gonna be like a fucking Minecraft with ants. It's basically Minecraft out in the backyard. 
Uh, people are are hoping that at some point maybe there will even be like a segment where you can go into the like the house and be able to make use of stuff in the house or build in the in the the house and not just be out in the backyard. But uh, there's fire and cooking and stuff. It's it's literally it's a survival game, right? So you're the same thing as you'd get in like yeah. uh, Minecraft. You're seeing how you're building with grass instead of trees. Uh, the building looks like it's uh, pretty straightforward and. Uh, it would be it'd be nice to see. I don't know if they're prepared to show it yet. Um, but uh, it'd be cool to see how complex the buildings can get. Yeah. Because the first thing in survival games that people want to do is build some crazy shit. And so uh, it'll be fun to see. Uh, no, not the ladybug. Hey, look, ladybugs can be an asshole in the garden, but holy shit! Look at the size of that fucking ladybug. Yeah. Yeah. So they do, they do a Q&A here and whatnot, but again, it's 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 quite literally... Oh, here we go. So you're adventuring. Spiders, obviously, going to be a bad time. Yeah, those can die. <laughs> Fuck the spiders. Those spiders can die. They're arguably the most useful thing out there in the garden, but they can die because they're scary looking. That's right. Fuck them. Gra graphically, though, for a survival game, that's the first thing that struck me is that it looks... It's pretty. It looks really good. The yeah. lighting is done well. I like the art style. I think it's going to appeal to a pretty broad fucking audience. Uh, survival games always do. It's like Minecraft. It doesn't look like a, a game that older people would play, but people latched onto it because of the creativity aspect of it and what you can do. And so that will be what I'm most interested in moving forward after having seen this er early footage is just how complex... Uh, just how just how complex um, will the building and stuff be? How complex does this game get? Yeah. That's what really, and I'm not looking for Minecraft here. I'm not looking for like written in like Java, so that you can like mod the everlasting fuck out of it and, yeah. and create like computers within computers within computers. Yeah. yeah. But it's cool when you can build when you can build yeah. particularly complex things. Um, that's really neat, and and it makes for uh, you know exciting and and uh, and hopefully, also. The survival aspect of it is fun. If there's one thing that I haven't enjoyed a lot in a lot of survival games is that the survival portion of it only lasts for so long, yeah. and it's like the early game, yeah. and then you hit a certain point, and the survival part yeah. is just done. And then no. it's no longer a survival game. It's just like a building simulator yeah. where you're just like, how crazy can I build whatever at all times? And then that's that's the whole game. Yeah, no, it looks cool. I ain't got much to say about it. This looks pretty neat. It's a game that I'd probably fuck with a little bit if it was in depth enough. Exactly. That's yeah. like I I definitely dip my toes in the uh, the the water on that one and and see how it pans out. But that's all we got for games, Jeff. Are you ready to sell the fuck out? Oh, uh, I mean, I'll do a light sell out. Patreon.com/slash/lagtv. All right. Hit us up with your money if you love us. Mm. If you love us, you don't want to hit us up with that money. Hit the like button. That works. Leave too. a comment. Either one works. Preferably both. But we'll take one or the other. Um, we got Elgato. If you guys yeah, don't already do. have a stream deck, capture card, lighting, green screen, they've got something for your needs, whether you're a streamer or you're not. You can type, uh, or actually you can just scroll underneath in the description, click on that little uh, Elgato link, take you to the website, check out all of their products. Um, I was on Twitter. And I saw that Corsair yes. has a keyboard okay. that has like Elgato. It doesn't. I don't think it has like Elgato buttons. Yeah. But it's very. It's pretty much 
what we were talking about. Well, I know they had one. There was a keyboard, like we mentioned before, where you'd have like integration with the Stream Deck software of something like that, but it's not the LED. Yeah, it, it's it, well, or, or, I, or is it LED? Yeah, buttons? I think uh, I think I'm gonna have to look it up there. Um, but I did see something that was similar. Uh, it didn't say like powered by Elgato or anything, but I think they're on their way there. I, I, there's probably some they already, you know, they're not. Stupid. Well, it's a really obvious fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a super obvious thing it's to a, do. It's a, it's a, it's a super, super obvious thing. Um, man, where did I find that at? Too. Man, I'm never gonna find it now. But anyway, it looked pretty damn cool. There you go. Um, so anyway, that, that that's on the that's Boom. on the go. Uh, Elgato, go check them out. Go check out all their products. Um, check out a stream deck because that truly is for anybody yeah. that, uh, that Almost uses anyone can come up with something to make use of that stream deck for sure. Absolutely. And, and they keep adding in more and more and more. And I don't know if it's still happening right now by the time this goes up, but at least this week, uh, the XL was $50 off. For, it was, it was on time. sale. Yeah. yeah. So it still might be. Uh, it might be. And if not, well then whatever, but go, yeah, go check there. it out. Go check it out. Also. NordVPN, Jeff. NordVPN, 70% off using that promo code OTT. That is nordvpn.com slash OTT. If you're listening to this on the RSS feed, big shout out and thank you to everybody that's picking yourself up a virtual private network through our link. It's a good way to support not only our sponsor, but also the stream. Mm. Uh, Up to six simultaneous connections, high-speed servers, Go ahead and watch different regions of Netflix. Regions of Netflix. We're talking if there's uh, Twitter uh, content that is region locked, or YouTube content that's region locked, or or just any content on the internet. Might be a website that's region locked. Use NordVPN. Go ahead and mask your IP. Change it to whatever needs to be done to get you in to go and watch that content. Probably the worst one is when I just got done watching UFC mm. on Fox. Yes. On my couch. Yes. Via provider I just paid. Yes. And then I go on Twitter to watch a highlight clip. Nope. That I just watched live. Nope. And it says not available in your region. And I say, but why? I say NordVPN. Exactly. Because I have NordVPN, which is available not only on your phone via app, also desktop, uh, Chrome extension, browser extension. They even you have can put it directly onto a router if you want. Yep. They have a smart TV app as well, I yep, believe. They do. It's uh, all over the place. It's all over. So uh, for less than a grande cinnamon dolce latte a month, you can get yourself a Nord VPN subscription on a three-year term for super cheap, seventy percent off. Guaranteed money back after thirty days if you don't like it. It's a win-win. It's a long time to try it out. It's a heck of a long time. You're going to keep it. I promise you. And hit that like button. Patreon.com slash like TV. We got the, pay, the patron numbers have gone up. They're going up. They're, they're going up. They're listening. Keep that number going up. They're listening. These are rookie numbers. We need to pump those numbers up. Pump, pump it up. Pump. <laughs> what the fuck? Yes, do what he's doing. That's that's the fucking. Pump, pump it up. From the movie. Oh, that's right. The rookie. <laughs> Bro, I'm uh I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> like, I, I'm thinking about hunger. That's fine. It's just the way I am. That's fine. Mr. Black, what segment are we Movies on? Movies and TV. Judge Judy. This is her court. Judge Judy. 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 Judy.
<laughs> 25 years. 25 oh, wait, seasons. 25 seasons. Coming to an end, Jeff. Oh, no. But don't worry. It's not the last we've seen. Of what? Judge Shine. What? We're, we're going to see more of this like 80-year-old judge? She says a new show called Judy Justice is coming. Oh, no. Stop the madness. I, She's not done. She hey, Go get it, Judge Judy. Go get it. <laughs> I don't know why we started doing that. That was like many years ago. I used ago, to call my mom. Judge I used to Judy. call my mom Judge Judy back in the Shut day. She's <laughs> like, all right, Judge Judy. <laughs> fucking hate that shit. I'll pull that out on Judge stream. Judy. I'll be doing something that like nothing's That's happening. Her, 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 I'll just her, her, say, this is her this is her decision. No, this is her, her ruling is final. Yeah, her ruling this, is final. This is her, her courtroom. <laughs> this is Judge Judith Simon. It's <laughs> <laughs> fucking random oh, as hell. Oh, man. Uh, but there you go, Judge Judy, not, Yo, not thrown in the towel yet. You, you know what? Uh, uh, did you hear about this? James Bond, which was coming that, out. Because the virus the got virus delayed until November. Yeah, they said, fuck that. Said, you ain't messing with my box office. In China. Yeah. Specifically. Nope. Yeah, we're going to bring it out like six months later. Yeah, we're going to avoid this whole thing yeah. until COVID-20. We want to make a billion dollars. <laughs> we ain't going to do it right now in China. It's definitely not going to happen. Fuck it, jeez. That's a rough go. Yeah. That's a rough go. But that's okay. I can wait. Yeah, it's I not going to kill me. Yeah. I am excited to see it, though. I do like me some 007. Um, it's also two hours and like 43 minutes long. It's, a long it's the longest movie. Bond ever. It's supposed to be the end. The, it's like the last one of the whole, uh, this Daniel Craig and the whole yeah, like, this story the last, there. It, yeah, so it's the last arc. Typically, yeah, yeah. The, the, long, the end ones the are long, longer. Longer, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm sure the director's cut is even longer. Three hours plus, probably. probably. Uh, Jeff, <laughs> in news that, that I can believe, but also just don't want to believe at the same time, Disney re- uh, removes Lee Shang from Mulan's remake. Lee Shang being the, uh, the, the, basically the general uh-huh. from the movie that uh, the guy who sings Make a Man Out of You. Mm-hmm. And he's gone. Why did they remove him? Because, Jeff, in the year of our Lord 2020, in the Me Too movement era, as they literally call it, they felt that the relationship that he had with Mulan was inappropriate in this era. And so they split him off into two separate characters. One that's one that I believe they describe as a surrogate father of sorts, uh, who is the general now. And then the other is her equal, who is another soldier in... The, uh, the group with her. Uh, here's the quote. I think particularly, uh, particularly in... Particularly. Particularly. Judge Jonathan In the time of the Me Too movement, having a commanding officer that is also the sexual love interest was very uncomfortable, and we didn't think it was appropriate. We split Lee Shang into two characters for the remake. One became Commander Tung, uh, who serves as her surrogate father and mentor in the course of the movie. The other is Hong Hui, who is Mulan's equal in the squad. So, <laughs> okay. I'm going to just be fucking real for a, for a moment here. Bro, this is painful, bro. This is one of the dumbest things I've heard in a very long fucking time. And this is, this is, and, and I, I don't even say that with hyperbole. This is honestly one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Half of the purpose of Mulan as a movie in terms of the, the, uh, the moral of the story that is being projected here 
rests on their relationship because it is literally a man being part of the uh, having the ideals that women cannot do this job and then finding out that she can. Yes. And then changing his mind and then the emperor changes his mind about it as well. It's like men realizing That's the that Disney women story. can do it. It's part of it. Yeah. The other part is for her finding herself and doing things for her and like the challenge of that and then coming to terms with the fact that she doesn't need to hide her or or or, or coming to the realization that thankfully she doesn't need to hide who she really is and everything works out. Literally half of the story is now gone. And it's gone. And it's like, and it's funny because it's the opposite of what the Me Too movement would be upset about. It's literally a man starting with what what women wouldn't want a man to have as an ideal, and then changing his fucking mind at the other side. Let's get down to business. This movie's gonna suck. Ha! There's no fucking dragon. Yeah, he Mushu's gone what? too. What? The fuck? I ain't gonna watch this in the theater. Fuck no, you ain't getting my money. This probably won't even come out. Rhyme it with Disney. Because of the coronavirus. Uh, I aligned I you. You said money and Disney rhyme, and you, uh, I even threw you that. Oh, I, said, I didn't. I wasn't even Disney. paying attention. I wasn't even. Uh, paying you had attention. it, bro. I ain't. This movie looks like I'm gonna be. I mean, you already know how I feel about what this movie looked like, bro. I was looking look forward like, to this look movie. Like horse shit. Then I, I, I was really looking forward to this movie, and my my looking forward to this has has dramatically fucking dropped. Like, bruh, fucking dramatically. This movie never dropped. came out. My life actually gets better. Well, now that now that Disney's coming up with that excuse, I I would hazard to agree with you on that one. Bro, uh, they dropping in some me too shit, bro. I hope the coronavirus destroys this film and it just don't come out. That's what I hope. I just hope they're like, "Hey, you know what? They literally over. called out the me too fucking and, uh, movement." I'm, I'm, I'm I That's you know, this is fucking dead. wild. This was man. already dead to me. Now it's super dead. That's just nuts. <laughs> So there you have it. On news, we actually... On news, you know, that that's, actually that's sounds pretty good. Good. Uh, the Last of Us uh, series, uh, series is in the works at HBO by the creator of Chernobyl, Craig Maxson, and, the, and then Neil Druckmann, who is the writer and creative director of the game. So in a rare twist of events in which the creative director and writer of a video game is being actually on board with the production of the TV show or movie that the game, you know, is being involved with, it's happening. Yep. And they paired it up with a guy who did a really fucking good job with Chernobyl on HBO. And it's The Last of Us. That sounds like all really good thumbs up check marks to me. Yes. I actually, there's no real downside to any of that. Yes. Um, I want all of it. Yeah. I want all of whatever they're making. I want, I want that more than I want the games. Yes. I really and truly do not care about the games. I want Hugh Jackman. Okay. And I want Ellen Page. Yep. I mean, she still looks like she's 14 anyway. She can make it work. She can make it work. I mean, I, I can't really think of any. You want to you throw in the girl from Stranger Things? Give me her. Sure. You okay. want somebody younger. Sure. But I'll take Ellen Page. Yeah. Because she can really act. 
Yeah. So I'll she's take from that. From Halifax, too. Hey, shout outs. I think she's from uh, Bridgewater. I can't remember now specifically. Maybe Bridgewater or Coal Harbor. But she's from here. Anyway. Um, and give me Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Give me Hugh Jackman. Give me Huge Jacked Man. I don't even need the huge. I, I need you know you know you know what The Last of Us remind uh, what movie reminded me of The Last of Us, but what? it wasn't The Last of Us. What's that? Logan. Truth. Like straight up Logan. Very very true. Like just the way Wolverine looked. Yeah, the, progression the way of the movie. The way it was filmed. Yeah. The color palette. The like every, even the taking the the child the from child, point A to point B. Exactly. It was yeah. very Last of Us. Yeah. Give me that. Yeah. But yes. Last of Us. Sure. I'm in. Including Hugh Jackman. Including Hugh Jackman. I mean, if you wanna if you wanna sprinkle in I can't really think of that many other people that I'd rather see play that role than Hugh Jackman. I really truly can't. No, I can't either. I think that's pretty much the show. Yeah. So there you go. That's I mean the that's, only I think the only other person that I would fuck with, and this is gonna sound a little weird to some people. Okay. Mel Gibson. I would fucks with Mel Gibson playing that role, too. Sound weird to the Jews. Hey. You know what? <laughs> and the blacks. <laughs> and he's, I mean, he, 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 he went, went in on, on everyone. Yeah. He didn't discriminate yeah, that's true. when it comes to discriminating. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> he, uh, he, he spread it out there Dude, a little I, bit. I, I'm down. I'd be down for a Mel Gibson yep. or a Hugh Jackman. Uh, I could just picture Mel Gibson playing. That. I can see Hugh. I can't see. I can't see Mel. I can see Mel Gibson crushing it, bro. That guy can act too. I think he'd want to direct it and shit. But you know, uh, yeah. I don't want to go. The thing is, I don't want to go too young. I wanted an older guy, like yeah. a, like a guy that's seen some shit. Well, I like, think, you know, I think, late forties, yeah, early late forties. I think uh, early fifties might be pushing it, but I, I want to say you know. I mean, you know, see the fifty-year-old actors are in Hollywood now. They they, well, yeah, look, they look like, like they're twenty. You know, you look at someone like Tom Cruise and shit. It's like, yeah. dude, you know what the hell? You know, money what I mean? will do a lot for you. Yes, but uh, Clive Owen, yeah, I could see him doing it, but I I don't get it. I wouldn't get excited. Gerard Butler, I could see, yeah, but I he's just not a good enough actor yeah, for something th- that serious. I don't think he that's do why that. I'm going more more Mel Gibson. Hugh Jackman is the one. He is like, the he one. Is the he's at, the pick, and he I'm sure is, he's the pick for them right now. Yeah, he, it's just whether or not they can get him on board. He's the guy. Now Liam Neeson. I'm fuck no. Th- th- he ain't no. Liam Neeson in Ford at 48. Look, yeah. he was 84, yeah, no. and he ran like he was 98. I'm not feeling Liam Neeson in that role that at all. It. Sorry, bruh. That ain't that definitely no. ain't it, bro. There's, no, that most certainly is not it. And I, I don't want that many jump cuts in my show. Yeah, no. Ben Affleck, that ain't it either. Uh, I'm going. I'm no. going. Hugh Jackman or Mel Gibson. Yep. Those are my two picks, and it hopefully it's it's Hugh Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Huge. Huge jacked man. That's it. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I don't. I don't know anyone else I can think of that I'd that I'd put in there. Um, but Gerard Butler's got that look. I just he ain't got the chops. Gerard Butler's too busy making B-rated action films that are still making money in theater. Loads of money. And he knows his wheelhouse, bro. He know, hey, he's riding his... He's staying dude, in that he, wheelhouse. He just announced another another uh, franchise that he's starting where he is, uh, and, and I'm paraphrasing, but he is basically a security man for, for, for some sort of high-profile person. So literally the same as the, the last same, series. The same as the last one. And he gets... He gets uh, shameless. He gets framed for 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 like it's the same plot. He gets framed for some uh, dude. I have to look it. I gotta, dude. I actually have to look it up because you're gonna <laughs> fucking laugh, bro. I'm gonna. I'm literally Gerard. Let me see here, Gerard 
Butler. That's fucking funny. Dude, Gerard Butler. That sound, that's almost verbatim. Oh man, that's almost he's, verbatim. He's got a he's got a new he's got a new one coming out. He's got a new one coming out, man. He's been working out too. Of course he has. It's Gerard Butler. He's got that dad bod, but the buff dad bod. He's got the buff dad, but it's yeah. like the Vin Diesel bod. Yeah, you know what I mean. Nah, Vin Diesel. Well, Vin Diesel. Yeah, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel's weird. Like Vin Diesel is has got muscle, but he's still somehow also cut like a bag of milk. Is it great? It's not even a dad bod. He just looks like he's cut like a bag of milk. It just so happens that that bag of milk has a certain amount of strength. Afterburn. Maybe that's it. Afterburn. No. No. Man, he's got a bunch of fucking movies coming Dude, out. Dude, he, he doesn't stop. Dude, what the hell? Nicolas Cage stars in The Last of Us. <laughs> All right, here it is. I think this is, maybe this is it. Remote Control. Oh, it's no. It's a thriller. Okay. A British corporate intelligence analyst finds himself tangled up in a conspiracy. To destabilize the Chinese economy. Okay. I think this might be it. I don't know. So he's doing a new series that he can sell in China. Dude, I'm telling you. Yes. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I, there is, there, I'm telling, I watched a little video on somebody breaking down this fucking film. And it was literally him working for some corporation. And, uh, and, that was, and, and he gets framed for doing something. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, Too that's old. the guy. That's the guy from. Uh, well, he's the guy from. Um, he's from Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. Negan. Yeah. Too old. But you know who I could. Uh, who's the guy? Um, who's the fucking guy in Baby Driver? Who's like? You know, he's got the girlfriend. Uh, he's in the group in Baby Driver. Oh, are Driver. you talking about John Ham? Uh, Ham. John Ham. John Ham. His fucking I think name his is? name's John Ham. 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 Yes, John Ham. Damn, I John. would accept John Ham. John Ham, yeah, he kind of got that look too. John Ham. John Ham looks like he could fucking play the shit out of um, uh, an older. Um, In fact, I'm putting John Ham ahead of uh, ahead of Huge Jackman. Nah, because he's a little bit younger. Hugh Jackman is starting to look a little too old for me for this role. I think John Ham slides. Away. John Ham is a good looking motherfucker. Yeah, you see a, this motherfucker? He's a, he's a handsome fella. That's just not even right. It's it, fucked up. He's a handsome fella. I want to look that good, Jeff. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, John Ham's not a bad. That's not a bad pick. I'm going John Ham, bro. I'm still going Mel Gibson, bro, because he's that. He's that. He's that type of grimy, like fucking rough around the edges, dad like shit. That's seen some shit. That like, I, 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 man, I'm telling you, I, I fucks with Mel Gibson. There, I'm a Mel Gibson fanboy, but I, I still got to go with Hugh Jackman. He's my number one. Hmm. He's my number one. John Brenthal is a good one too, dude. That's a good one too. Let me see. Damn. This. Let me see this, dude. That's Punisher. He's a fucking. He's uh, Shane from fucking Walking Dead. This guy? Yeah. I mean, that's not a good. Uh, yeah. No. You don't think? No. I no. I think he could do. I think he could do it too. I think he could do it too. I'm gonna be very real with you right now. He looks like a guy that would play he's one good, of two he's things. He's a good actor. I know, he's, I know he is, but from a visual perspective, for me, for somebody who just, uh, like, out, outright, I'm not really, mm. he's in, coincidentally in Baby Driver as well. But, yeah, he is. Um, he looks like, at first sighting to me, he looks like a guy who would play one of two roles. A washed-up UFC fighter. 
<laughs> or a marine, <laughs> or or no, or like or Sergeant? like a, or like a Mexican cartel drug lord. Oh my God, no! I don't think he's played either one of those types of things. He will. <laughs> <laughs> if he hasn't yet, he will. Oh, shit, Matt Damon. No, Matt Damon's not no, it. Oh fuck, that's definitely not it. Speaking bro. of Matt Damon, what? Em and I watched. Uh, she had never seen Goodwill Hunting before. Oh man, and it's, it's a my favorite movie, basically of all time. Mm. Watched that yesterday. Uh, well, we split up two parts uh, yesterday, the day before, and uh, Matt fuck Damon. me, dude. It's a good movie. That is, it's top ten material. I think it's top ten all time. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not the only For one real. that way. It's a like, good, it's uh, a good movie. I mean, uh, when, and I hadn't seen it in a couple of years, and I'm going back and watching it, and I'd seen it so many times, and I was trying not to spoil things for him, and like it, you know, no, I didn't want to be like, this scene's coming up, it's really fucking good. I just like let her do her thing. So it let me think about the movie more as I'm watching it, and I've seen it so many times, I started looking at it from like a film perspective and yeah. not just everything. And there is not a fucking weak scene. There's no fat, there's no nothing, everything plays well. The dialogue in that movie is fucking super well written and delivered unimaginably well. And I think I think it might be Ben Affleck's best performance and coincidentally is also written by and directed by Ben Affleck. Mm-hmm. I think that's his magnum opus. And he did it when he was like 20 fucking one years old or whatever fucking how old he was when he did that movie. Mm. He's super young. Bro, the movie's fire. I haven't seen it in a long time. Dude, watch it but again. But it's pretty good. And just soak it up. That shit is fucking wildly good. So anyway, that's it for a movie. That's it. I saw The Invisible Man. Right. How'd that go? It was good. Um, it's it's making about a billion dollars in the box office because okay. uh, Bloomhouse just knows how to make low-budget films. There you go. That are awesome. And this was a really good movie. Um, is it a horror movie? No. Uh, mm. But it's more of like a thriller, a thrillery thing. It's yeah. more of a thriller with a couple of horror elements to it. Um, you can tell it's low budget, but but it but it knows its lane. Um, the special effects when they're in there, they look good. Mm. It's only a seven million dollar movie, and I wow. think it's already made like I don't even know. I think they were at like fifty something million there uh, last week Damn. or some shit. Um, it was a good time at the theater. It was smart. It was predictable. Until it wasn't, so it's one of those. Mm. It's one of those movies that like those are good because yeah. it makes you think that you know what's happening exactly, and it makes the twist that yeah. hit that much harder. And then, that, when, yeah. and then towards the end, obviously, absolutely no spoilers. Mm. Um, where I saw where it was going. Are we talking like Sixth Sense level of? of no, like, it's not. It's not okay. that type of thing. Okay. Um, but I, 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 I thought I knew where it was going, and to some degree, it went there, but it still didn't. It, it still, uh, blew. It still blew me. I shouldn't say it blew me away. But I, I I still went oh and 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 I I was like wow that was smart mm. um so and it did that twice in the movie there was one point where I was like oh here we go even though I was still enjoying the fuck out of it I'm like man you know what this could have been something great but they're going down this route and although I'm still having fun with it it's so cliche but then they were like no it's actually not cliche motherfucker you, uh, we just made you think it was cliche got was like, him oh okay so it was good man it was well acted. Um, it was a fun, it was a fun time at the movie theater. It was an IMAX. It was a good time. There you go. So yeah, I, I recommend it. I can appreciate, I, I actually appreciate when movies don't have a huge budget and make the budget work really well, more so than I, I, uh, I get a kick out of movies that have like $6 billion budgets. Mm. And even if they're done well, I'm sitting there going, well, of course it was done well. 
you spent $500 million on this movie. Yeah. Anyone almost could make a good movie with $500 million. Well, I've seen some really bad well, $500 million movies. Well, it's mostly from like <laughs> Fuck me, choosing dude. the wrong fucking yeah. people at the very least. But yeah, no, but, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, some really fucking incredible movies come out of small budgets mm. because it forces you to be creative, right? Yeah. You don't get, you don't get to just solve everything with dollars. Yeah. And so you have to do some creative shit. Yeah. Uh, and it uh, tends to produce some some pretty good stuff. Well, and I mean, thr- thriller and horror, people just, I don't know what it is, but people seem, they want thrills. They want to go there and feel yeah. scared. They want to go in there and be on the edge of their seat. And it's one of those genres that allows you to do that. It's that in like romantic comedies. Yeah. You know, you can get relatively no-name people um, that maybe have a little bit of buzz from like a good TV show or or from Broadway or somewhere. They give them B-level. a shot. And they just come out and they crush it. They do a great job acting and they take a, a script that might not be the most intriguing script of all time, mm. but it's good enough. And then, you know, paired with the right director, it, it can actually be a, a film that's good. It makes a fuck ton of money. Um, but yeah, this was this was really this was really uh, impressive for the budget. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I, w- I don't recommend to like run out to the theater and watch it, but like it was a good time. Well, there you go. Yeah, when it's when it's on streaming, definitely check it out. Although, if 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 you wanted to go to a movie theater and have a good time, uh, you can go. You can go check out that movie. It's good. Awesome. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it for movies and TV. You know what time it is, Jeff? It is tech support. But well, you know what they can do before we hit tech support? Hit that fucking like button. There you go. One time, three times, five times, seven times, nine times, eleven times. I don't care. Make sure it's odd. Yep. And leave a comment. And patreon.com slash leg TV. Which is where we're grabbing these questions from right now. Tech support every single week. $10 and higher gets you the ability to post a question on a post that I put up uh, each week before the podcast. Uh, you can ask us questions and we do our best to answer as many or all of them as we, uh, as we can. First up, we've got... You know what we can do? What? I've had three people now message me. Mm. They're like, I don't want to give my money to Patreon. They literally. I've had, I've had one person actually. It's funny you say that. I've had one person message me that said they don't want to give their money to. They Patreon. want to donate. They want to donate. What we could do is yeah. we could actually set up uh, um, our like stream elements uh, account or whatever. Put, put it in the link. description yeah. for the YouTube viewers, yeah. and then they can donate throughout the week, and then we can start answering some of those questions so they don't have to do it via Patreon. We could pull yeah. up. The questions right on the fuck. They could literally type in the question, yeah. and we can pull up that. So that way, they don't have to go on Patreon. Because some people, I had three people this week. Some people really hate. They're Patreon. like, I'm not giving Patreon my money. I, I'm, I'm like, all right, I'll mention it to Adam, but I, yeah. I can't promise anything. I'll let you figure that one out. All right, because you use Stream Elements and I don't. I right. uh, you all let you figure that one out. Then, we, yeah, we can put the in the on YouTube and then in the description, and then and they we can, can put it uh, for a question wherever. for next week. Yeah. And we can just pull from that too. Yeah, I need to do whatever. Make it happen. Uh, Will asks, what's your favorite ancient civilization, Jeff? Say that. What's my favorite? Your favorite ancient civilization. What does that even mean? Like, like human, time? Like, like, yeah. Like, like Roman? Like, Roman like, time? Ro- like Roman, Done. for example. All right. Roman. Okay. Easily. Um, Something fascinating about that time. Yeah. Something barbaric. Mmm. I don't fucking know. I'm like, I'm like somewhere in between, um, 
like the Mayan era of shit on one side. And then, um, I don't know if like the, uh, uh, like feudal Japan is really ancient enough, but there's, there's, Japan's an interesting thing because it was an island by itself that the waters around the island were so bad that no Japan went untouched as a civilization on their homeland longer than most other civilizations. And so they kept their culture longer before it was influenced by mm. all the white folk that showed up. Mm. Um, and so it was intriguing in that it was more unique than a lot of other cultures. But though, yeah, those two, like the Mayan, the Mayan thing always uh, intrigued me. And, uh, and then, and then, you know, Japan, uh, prior to uh, white folk showing up and fucking everything up like we do everywhere else. Those dang white it's folk. damn white people. Oh it's my always God. us. My God. Fuck. They had my people fucking picking cotton everything. That's right. <laughs> and I'm sorry, Jeff. On behalf of my race, Jeffrey. I'm going to take it on my mom, sorry. Adam. Next time I see my mom, I'm going to give her a piece of my mind. <laughs> mom! <laughs> <laughs> Why did you make me pick cotton? Oh man! <laughs> uh, Aaron Carter. Oh boy, my fate. Here we go. Our, there our, our big boy. Aaron. Besides the ripe, the the fucking uh, pulsating, pulsating, ripe, developing ripe titties. titties. <laughs> <laughs> when should I start panic buying? Go to Costco with the masses and buy ten years worth oh, of toilet paper. My God. Never. Uh, okay, this is my suggestion. It's not a panic buy. But again, there's two there's two places, three okay that you should be looking at at least I'll say for Canadians. I'm not going to talk about the states because I'm gonna be real with you. You guys are fucked. World Health Organization, <laughs> the, na the national level for Canada is like um, uh, you know Center for Disease Control. The Canadian I can't think of the name of it right now is what they're calling it. But there's a website set up for that, and the government of uh, government of Canada's website. And then there's uh, your provincial level uh, health authority. All of them have, because the provinces deal with it, the federal government is aiding the provincial level, but all the provinces are going to have like their own response to it because they all have their own health authorities. Everyone's a little different. And then the federal's backing them up. You take your information from World Health Organization, then your national, then your provincial, you ignore every fucking scented oil Californian mother that stays at home and watches Instagram feeds all day that talks about all their shit. You ignore all that shit. You ignore Twitter. You ignore Instagram. Get you off ignore it. Facebook. You get all that shit. Fuck all of it. Fuck the news. Fuck all of it. Follow them on Twitter, World Health Organization, or use their website, your national and your provincial, and fuck everything else. Mm. There you go. And at that point, go to Costco. right now they say World Health at best would suggest that the most extreme end, as of right now, unless it's changed recently, is to, if you were in an, in an affected area, to prepare for perhaps four weeks a month of disrupted life, meaning that maybe there's minor quarantines or they're not allowing people to congregate in areas <clears throat> like major grocery chains or events or workplaces. Prepare for a month. That's and it. then just fucking ride it out. But my God, I cannot stress to you how important it is to ignore social media and 24 yeah, hour I mean, news right it, now. It, it just, because it you just will fuck. seriously Dude, I think. I don't even go near if it. If I turn on Twitter right Bro, now, I don't at go the near top, it. I don't even look at it. On my Twitter feed, look, for, I don't the even first go. thing that will pop up 
right? Look, it's the only thing in the top. Look, coronavirus. And it's nothing that I'm following. It's just Twitter in, like putting it on there. And then it's just all of the worst possible fucking news for corona. There's nothing positive here. Man's penis falls off. Coronavirus. <laughs> it's all fucking just AIDS. Just ah, ah, ah. All of it's bad. Coronavirus. Worse than AIDS. Ignore all of it. World Health Organization, <laughs> national level, provincial, done. Boom. In the states, World Health Organization, ignore your government, state. <laughs> Federal... Anything coming from Trump? Fuck that shit. Just your state. Listen to your state, maybe. Fuck everything else. But World Health Organization comes first. There you go. Uh, oh wait, we're on the we're on my phone now. I'm loving it. Uh, Alexa asks. What do you think about pyramid-ish businesses and miracle products? Do you not care for them, see benefits, or think that they should be straight up illegal? I like that sounds like pyramid schemey type stuff. Um, I mean, hey, you know what? There's um, uh, what do they call that here? Avon, right? Avon, yeah, yeah. They it's, actually have some good stuff. My mom used to buy uh, shit from them all the time. Avon has a lot of great stuff, which yeah. is why they've been around a long time, or as long as they have been. Yeah. And then there's like the Tupperware parties and shit yeah, like there's that. There's some good. There's some good. There shit. are there are multi-level marketing things or pyramid-ish things that are quite functional. The problem is that that form of business is easily exploitable and can turn into something that should be and is in most places wildly illegal. Mm. Um, but I mean, like you said, like Avon and yeah, like some, some Tupperware, like there's there's some good stuff that comes out of it. A lot of it, a lot of the stuff is they sell you on a dream, right? They sell you on um on uh, becoming like a top salesperson, and so yes. there, there's yeah. like, yeah. and so you get in, and then you realize that you got to do all this work, and then you got to like, uh, like I I had an uncle that messaged me uh, a few years back, and he was selling, I think he was selling like life insurance or selling something for some sort of company as well, and then mm. like they get a commission for. Uh, that but it works really. It's not like they, they have a bad product. It's yeah. just that like in order to make it, you got to like sell a shit ton, and then you got to have other people that'll yes. help you sell uh, stuff as well. Yeah, right. So it's not necessarily a bad product. It's just a lot of work. Loads, loads, and lo- and most and most people just pay the commission. They get in, they realize that they don't want to do the work, and then the one that got them on are the ones that that you know make commission. Uh, speaking of, uh, mothers in California, uh, hawking off essential oils, Bud Me Boy asks, what's your view on hippie shit? He puts in quotation marks, massage. I don't know if that's hippie shit. Acupuncture, healing stones, etc. Oh, massage is not hippie shit. That shit's just good. Yeah. It's a massage. Yeah. Worst case scenario, it makes you feel fucking good. Yeah. Uh, now if they're telling you that this massage is going to cure cancer, okay, now you got a problem. But, but if you're going in and you're getting some knots worked out. Or if you're getting like myofascial release because you sit in a chair for eight hours a day. That shit works. And the fascia in your legs and your, your IT band is bad. Massage works. It's not the solution for it. You still have to like work out right. and stretch a shit. So do you believe in... Yes. Because uh, uh, my, my dad uh, was wearing one of these for a long time. He still might even wear a one. Q-ray bracelet? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dad. No. Exactly. I'm like, no. dad, bro. It's all in your head, man. That, that shit but, ain't doing nothing for but, you. But... If it's a $40 bracelet they, or whatever they put on once and they say don't think about it anymore, the worst that that's happened is they spent $40 on it and the placebo effect yeah, is helping it's them. Worth a, it's so, worth it. Like, yeah. It's not like if it was a thing where they were spending like $200 for per treatment and they were going once a week for like 30 years, all right, now it's a bit of a problem. Yeah. But if you're going to get placebo out of, a, out of a fucking like $100 bracelet for 30 years. Hey, 
buy that bracelet That's all paid the time. for itself. Bro, I'm a, if I can get a placebo of that shit, I'm, I'll wear it. Bro, for 500 bucks, if I'm getting 30 years of that shit and it's making me feel great, <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do. I'll buy one for everybody for Christmas. And everybody's going to feel great. I'll buy a Q-ray cock ring. Holy fuck. Put it right on my knob. <laughs> Fuck, making me feel real good. I, all of a sudden, I feel like my penis is two inches bigger. The, for 30 years? For 30 500 years? bucks? Hey, that's, Sign me up. That is money well Pyramid spent. Pyramid scheme the fuck out of that, that one. Mu- that is money well <laughs> spent. I'm going to sell that shit exactly. until the fucking cows come home. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, so, <laughs> so really, I mean, there's a line for everything, right? And it it comes down to when people are being truly exploited. Yeah. And, there, and then there are things that are scientifically like scientific journal proven and stuff that is not. Yeah. So scientific journal proven stuff would be like um, chiropractic care has now been dragged through fucking research so many times because people have wanted it to be hippie shit. It's not. And it's not. It's real. Uh, Now that doesn't mean that you can have, that you can't have chiropractors that aren't really doing the job well, and yeah. so it's not doing what it's supposed to do, or worse. Same it, thing with a massage. You, it's the exact same you can get somebody that massages you wrong and fucks you, fucks up. you up real good. You have a heart surgeon that actually only does fucking like vasectomies. He can fuck you up. He's gonna fuck you He's up. Gonna fuck you up bad. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, and then, and then there are things like the essential oil thing that's just fucking that shit's whack as fuck. I mean, now you're just watching people bring back diseases that we've killed a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, and that's some hippie shit, but really? yeah, even acupuncture has been proven. It's the effect of acupuncture is not huge, like medically speaking, but it is beyond what they're, it, what it's described in medical research in journalistic research and papers is that it's beyond placebo. Mm. So it's not placebo effect. There is, it's just that what seems to affect it is what you're going there for. And how long or how how often you're going? Yeah, it's an accumulative effect. It's not a go once and hey, problem solved. Yeah. and the effect isn't. Uh, it's not a cure all. So it's not like this is it, you go and you do this and yeah, it will solve the entire temporary. problem. Yeah, but it's beyond placebo. So there is whatever the fucking people three thousand years ago in China, whatever the fuck, figured that shit out. There is something whether they whether they were onto something or not. It's beyond placebo. So there's things like that. So the things you just need to be wary of is. Was there proper research done? Who did the research? Were they benefiting from this research? Because that's sometimes what can happen too. Um, and then go from there. But the essential oil shit, get the fuck far away from whatever the fuck. <laughs> whatever the fuck. When, basically anything Gwyneth Paltrow opens her mouth and says. Yeah. Semen do in the a bottle. opposite yeah, don't of do whatever that. it is that she yeah, says. Yeah, she's selling you some shit. Even if she's not selling you some shit, do the opposite of whatever the fuck <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow says. <laughs> Uh, Shady asks, where is the most inappropriate place you've had the giggles? Mm, the giggles? Inappropriate? I don't, there's not been a place, but sometimes, depending on the situation, I I will get the urge to laugh if I'm really, like, if I'm, it's, it's like it's an uncomfortable yeah, like situation, really it's like a nervous laugh. Yeah. And so, and I'll get that way sometimes if I'm like watching somebody cry. Yeah. Like I feel so much empathy, but it makes me feel so uncomfortable <laughs> that I don't I don't cry. So my body's trying to get rid of that nervous energy somehow, and it comes out in like wanting to laugh, and I have to stifle yeah. smiling or laughing because I'm not crying. My body's like, we need to do something here. Yeah, it's like, 
<laughs> and so the laugh, the laugh or the smile comes, and then you have to like stifle that. So like, it's not a place. It's, it's not, I've never been. Uh, I've never been that like at a funeral and being like, ha ha. Yeah, no. I've. I mean, I've I've laughed at a funeral, but everybody is kind of. It's like one well, of those. Well, you do, it's, but yeah, it's one yeah, of those. You like, like, do a thing, but it's not it, like an inappropriate yeah, yeah. time. It's like you're joking about. I would something say like about for something. me, it was. It would be more of like. Um, I mean, I've I've laughed in a theater, like when I probably shouldn't have. Like, yeah. you know, and like uh, typically a not funny scene. Yeah. But and you're like the one person. And I'm the, the one person that like finding something that is like yeah. dramatic, la- like uh, funny. So, like, I've had a couple of moments like that, but I can't really think of too many times where I was like rudely laughing or felt awkward because I was laughing about a situation. But I would, I'd probably say like uh, probably in a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can't think of a place where I like inappropriately laugh just. Situations that have cropped up. So you're the type of guy that laughs at a funeral. (laughs) (laughs) Eight nine ten asks: If you were legit abducted by aliens for a day and then they put you back on Earth, how would you convince others to believe you? I probably wouldn't even bother. I wouldn't bother either. I'd just take that one to the grave. Yeah, I'd I'd write a book about it. I'd write a story. My my two options are: I'm either that guy that ends up on Joe Rogan's podcast and everyone still thinks I'm crazy. Uh, now it's just more people think I'm crazy, yeah. or I just I just have to deal with that shit myself and just be like, well, you know, my butthole's a little wider, and I I did some you know I had some crazy shit done, and you know, so be it. Mm. Uh, Kimitz says round way trip from Toronto to Tokyo is currently five hundred dollars right now, probably because the coronavirus. <laughs> probably can't give away seats. Uh, should I buy it? Depending on where you're going to uh, stay, if you're going to stick to Tokyo or whatever, and you, and you know where you're going is going to be, you know, you're not going to be uh, exposing yourself too badly. Fuck it. It's a good time. Five hundred bucks. Good time to take a tr- cheap trip to Japan. They don't have that many cases, and almost all of them came from that boat. Yep. So it's like, you know, fuck it. And Japan, by the way, fire. healthcare, bro, fire, is, bro. There's, there were thread. There was like a thread talking about how somebody went through the coronavirus issue within the states here recently, mm-hmm. and how how they went through all the appropriate channels and how they basically got sent to like a million different places to call over and over again until they finally got to like a place where somebody didn't pass them on, but then told them that unless they are at the point where they have to go to the hospital, which this person was immunocompromised in the first place, and so they're going to get pneumonia, they're going to be hospitalized and fucked up. And they know it's coming, but they're trying to figure out if they have corona, they don't want to expose other people, go through that. And it was a gong show, and then, like, how much money it's going to cost them to go through this and all this shit. And it was just this wild thread that people were like, America's fucked. Because, I'm going to be honest with you, you're fucked. The, and then somebody, and then it, it turned into other places, other people talking about when they had, like, horrible things happen in other countries and they were traveling, and their experiences in their healthcare systems. And Japan came up, like, many, many times from people where they were saying, like, Somebody went there and they had um, horrible dental issues where they were like had bad pain. They went in and the dentists there were like, "We're like, we need you to get in here like four times in the next week to solve this problem." And uh, they said, "When are you here?" And they're like, "And, they, and they, they said, well, I'm just here traveling for a bit. They were there for business, and so I'm not here very long. Um, I can only be here like these days, and and they and I can only really be available in the morning because I'm working." And it was before they were open as a clinic. They said, can you be here a half hour early, which is a half hour before their clinic would open, and we'll do your shit before we're even supposed to open. And she comes back. They go through this over, I think it was, I can't remember if it was a guy or a girl. I keep saying she, but so it was probably a girl. Went back there the four days, 
ended up with like root canal, like the fucking like mul- things take multiple thousands and thousands, even here in Canada, and didn't have uh, any major insurance there. And they said, "Oh, you know what? It's really." They said, "You know, it's unfortunate you don't have insurance here because this would have only cost you. It was like fifteen dollars if they went through all of that." And they said, "It's going to cost you a lot of money now." And they were like, and, "You know, this person's preparing for it." And they said, "It's going to be a hundred and fifty dollars." And that was a response where it was going to cost a lot of money. And they were like, "Excuse me, one hundred and fifty? You say one hundred and fifty? My, my cleaning costs more than one hundred and fifty. <laughs> the dream. You just did like fucking root canals and shit. One hundred and fifty dollars. So go ahead and grab that. So that go ahead, ticket take for five hundred bucks. If you have any ailments right now, hey, dental. Spend the five hundred and then just go get some work done in yeah, Japan. Why not? Hey, and if if you can't catch them while their hours are open. Hey, see if they'll let you in a half hour before they open up. <laughs> they'll fix you right up there. <laughs> no extra charge. Yikes. Uh, so it's, it's crazy, yeah, right? It's amazing. So anyway, yeah, so that, that, was, that was something that I just uh, thought about randomly. But uh, yeah, take the trip. Um, Volkus asked, how long do you think Subnautica Below Zero will be in alpha? It's still in alpha? I thought they released that shit. Yeah, I thought they did too. Um, if it's not in alpha now, um, long time. <laughs> Don't wait for that one. Uh, MSS asks, what was your single most life-changing moment, not lag TV creation? Gee, I wonder what yours is, Jeff. My son. Wow, really? Yes. Shocker. (laughs) Um, honestly, the lag TV creation was for me because I haven't had children yet. I'm Mm. not married yet. Mm. Um, and lag TV, I, I was at a crossroads where I was either going to like, like, Go into business, go to Toronto, or stay here and be a fucking and degenerate. Be a degenerate YouTuber. And hey. I went degenerate YouTuber. Hey, sometimes you got to go full degen. And I went, you went maximum <laughs> degen. I have like sixty people watch my streams now. I'm in the peak degen territory. Uh, like all your ass. What do you two think about the Fermi paradox? If there is life out there, why haven't we found it yet? Are we alone? Then who was uh, who was phone question mark? I don't, I don't know, know what the fuck was. that is. So the Fermi paradox. So basically, they're asking there, like, if there is, if there is life out there in the universe, why oh. haven't we come across them yet? Because it's so big. Because the universe is so fucking big, and we're so fucking small. What do you think the chances are that we'd actually see somebody within our lifetime? Think about how young the Earth is. And how no. old the universe is, yeah. and then think about how young we are in comparison to both of those things. Yeah, the odds are so minute. We all—I mean, it's pretty be pretty obvious to think that there's something else out there. Yes. probably a million times oh, a, a, a who infinitely so. I don't even a, know. A, a popular thing that I, it was, it was a Michio Kaku thing where they where he said if there was a civilization that was advanced enough to do interstellar travel like that. And they came across our planet. It would be the equivalent of us walking over to an ant mound and wanting to try and communicate with ants. Yes, there you go. That's the level of intelligence difference that we would be talking about between an interstellar yeah. uh, inter- uh, civilization yeah. harnessing the power of suns <laughs> and then Earth, yeah. where we still have people yeah. in, in California saying that <laughs> the coronavirus. The coronavirus is not a problem, and <laughs> that essential lavender oils is going to solve your cancer. Like you just, we we're not we're not that we're not intel- there yet. We're not we're there just yet. Not that intelligent. Well, we're not there yet, bro. We're just not. We're just not, bro. 
Um, Seth asks, anyone you know of uh, has had or have currently uh, shingles? Obviously, either he or somebody he knows. Uh, has I think them. my mom got them at like years. I could be wrong about that. Is either my mom or was it my mom or someone that she knows? I remember hearing about that like maybe eight or nine years ago. Maybe it wasn't my mom. It was like a friend of hers or something. But it's mm. super painful. Yeah, I I'd have to ask my mom about that. Because I know that, yeah. I can't remember if my grandfather had them at some point or not. It's it, The shing shingles virus is basically a repeat in your adult years, usually late in your adult years, pushing senior, oh. of the chickenpox virus. Okay. So you only get shingles if you had chickenpox as a child, mm. basically, mm. to my understanding. I had mine in grade eight. And it's, and it's, it's rough and painful as fuck. Um, for sure. Treatable, but not fun at all. Sleeping is basically a no go. Um, but yeah, it's, it's not, it's not good. It's just part of it. And, and you have a chance of getting it and there's nothing you can do, but wait it out and see what happens. Uh, but there is a, yeah, there's like a vaccine for it and shit, but you know, you're 60 years old, you get a vaccine, autism, right? Mm. <laughs> so fuck's sakes. But you know what counters autism? <laughs> Lavender oil. <laughs> Get on that lavender oil, Jeff. Start now. Oh my God. Start young. Black Jimmy asks this controversial question, Jeff. Thankfully, there's only uh, like one woman in chat, maybe two. Uh, what is the hardest thing to explain to women? Common sense. <laughs> oh. oh, Jesus. Okay. I'm joking. Okay. Holy right. shit, bro. Yikes, that would have been good. Um, The hardest thing to explain to a woman. Jeez. Oh, fuck. That I... <laughs> that if I'm eating out of a bowl, I want a spoon... <laughs> And if I'm eating off a plate, I want a fork. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <laughs> here's the hardest thing for me. And I, I, I've been, okay, here's the hardest thing for me. Explaining to, to, especially if you're in a relationship. This is from a relationship perspective. All right. Um, just because I'm not telling you. Once every 45 seconds of every day, of every month, of every year, <laughs> that I love you <laughs> doesn't mean yeah. that I don't love you or I'm upset with you. Yeah. Because men show love in a wildly different way than women, and for some reason, a lot of women, not all women, but a lot of women have a really fucking that's hard time one. grasping- That's a good one. That that's the case. I know I was jokes, but that's actually- that's actually a good one. Yeah. I mean, there are some men that are like super affectionate there, and there like are, are, all, sure, are yeah. all about that. 100%. But, I, but most of the guys I know yeah. are not like that. And I'm really not like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, um, my wife tells me all the time, like there are some times when my wife feels affectionate starved. She's like, I just want to be hugged. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. So I go over and give a hug. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But but you're totally right. It's yeah. like you show love in different ways. Yeah, right. It's a different. It's a different, and uh, it's 
it's just really difficult because it reads to them like like you're angry. Yeah. And then they ask you, are you angry? And you say no. no and they I'm say, fine. are you sure? And you say, yeah, I'm sure. I'm not angry. I'm and starting say, to now. Are you now, really though. sure? But now I'm and starting like, to now get Now I'm starting to get angry because <laughs> you won't. You know, and then it causes problems. So, uh, yeah. So that's. Yeah. That's definitely. I mean, it. it's it's women, right? Women, they're hormones and they're. Men think more logic women think emotion first and like it's women on average higher emotional intelligence men on average more of like a logic side at least that's how that's that's their knee-jerk reaction if you put people into a a situation the knee-jerk reaction of men and women on average are very different and one is rooted in emotion Mm -hmm. and one and and not like not emotion in the way that feminists would say. Yeah, we know. We uh, know. Oh, you know, we're just, if it's a man angry, then it's fine. But if it's a woman angry, then she's being emo- like she's, she's being, being a hor- bitch. hormonal. I don't she's mean being that. being bitchy. But like, she, they use like emotions as their basis to, to leap off from. And then, and then men are different. So like yeah. you tackle uh, yeah. in the moment. Different. And yes, we know there are, all women are not the same and all men aren't the same. Exactly. But if we're, you on know, average, on average though, it is true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you I think you nailed it for that one. Uh last question. Uh oh no, wait, no. Almost thought. Black Jimmy had another one that's pretty good. What was the great uh, a great thing that was ruined by popularity? So what was something that was great that just got ruined by popularity? A great thing that was ruined by popularity. A great thing that was ruined by popularity. I'd probably think of like some sort of music, rap music. Yeah. It's the number one genre in North America now, and I'm gonna be honest with you, Star Wars. Rap music is bad. Oh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh boy, That's a good I'm going one. with Star Wars. Star Wars is yeah, a good one. Yeah, I gotta copy that. Yeah, rap music, Star Wars. Star Wars, bro. Um, damn. Star. What else was ruined with popularity? Star Wars. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. This is gonna sound real bad, but gaming. Yeah, uh, because of of what, not because of any other reason than it changed how publishers um, wanted games to be and what the games ended up being, and uh, more and more for a wider and wider audience, and it's in general resulted in at least extended periods of just shit fucking video games, yeah. uh, with less and less like shining moments. Um, and then now we have mobile games, which is just a whole other fucking. Uh, last one. MSS asks, tell us one embarrassing story from your ch- school times that we have not heard before. Hope it's not something. You haven't else heard it. I've grabbing think, Adam's dick. I think I've literally told. I think you've told almost every embarrassing just about story every there embarrassing was. story there is to know. I think even I've ta- like, tackled pretty much. I, I really uh, truly can't think of any other embarrassing stories that I've had. As a kid, I really, I really can't. Mm. I mean, I've been, I, I think I've told it. I think over the, over these fucking like last nine years, I think people know just about every funny, dumb, embarrassing, ridiculous story about me that I'm willing to share on the internet. Yeah, I don't, I can't really think of anything. That I haven't already. No. No. 
I don't got anything left, I don't think. I don't think I got We've anything We've covered left pretty tank. much. I didn't have many to begin with, um, but I don't think I have anything else. Yeah. I wish I could answer that in a in a and give you something fresh, but I, yeah. I off top of my head, I can't really think of of anything. Yeah, I mean nothing. And that's all we have. That's how we have to end the podcast. That's how we have to end. We've, it sucks. That I have to end it that way, but sucks. I got nothing for you. You know what would make the end of this podcast suck a little less? Hitting that like button. Lavender oil, Jeff. <laughs> get a little bit of that lavender Laving oil. That like button all up. Just get it nice and fucking oil that like button up. Just oil it up. Good algorithmic things will happen. Ladies and gentlemen. Not even a placebo, just it will happen. We're done. We're done for another week. Technical Alpha, thank you very much. Patreon.com slash lag TV. If you want to financially support the podcast and maybe get a little something extra in return, uh, it does go a long way. We'll work on seeing if we can find another way outside of Patreon to, to get stuff happening. Uh, but I promise you right now, I am not going to go down the road of doing like, if you give us $100 via pay, no, pay, PayPal, no. we're going to send you merch. No. No. No, no, no. no. It's questions only. It's going to be questions que- only. It's tech support only. Tech support only is as far as that will go because I'm not playing the juggling emails no. and stuff, trying to figure out everyone's information. Ain't nobody got That's time through for Patreon that. and Patreon only. Um, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for stopping by. We'll see you guys next week. And until then, peace.